12. It's just that fastly a movie. I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is... Luke. As well as... Ralph. Nice. Also known as... This is episode number 173... 173, and today's episode will consist of movies that Roth here has picked. It is his turn, and those movies that he picked are going to be John Wick Chapter 4, which is almost two weeks out, because <laughs> I think it came out the weekend mm-hmm. or so after our recording. Um, and then we're also going to be reviewing uh, Apple TV's latest film, a biopic slash history, whatever, um, uh, Tetris movie. Um, not a documentary. Sorry, a biopic. Uh, Tetris, the movie. Biopic. Biopic, yes. And then lastly, uh, Ralph, you're kicking us off on this marathon, right? Or did Luke did it? Mm, who, who kicked I off this marathon? I think Luke did. No, no, no. You think you're kicking us Am off? Am I kicking it off? Yeah, no, yes, you are. are. Yes, you really? are. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if that's the case. We are doing yeah. our anniversaries, volume three. Car Wai Wong, yeah. Yeah, we're going to review uh, what we're doing uh, 10 years ago, kind of movies, anniversaries. We celebrate movies that we treasure and love for some reason or another, and we're going to review mm-hmm. it here posthumously. 10 years ago, The Grandmaster came out, and Roth has chosen that movie to be his his anniversary inductee film to review here. So uh, if you like this episode and you want to see all of our other episodes, you can do so at otherpodcast.com, not to mention wherever you're actually listening to us from. And uh, on there... You can see our past anniversaries marathon, including the incomplete broken one, which is no big deal. And uh, as well as other many marathons and top tens and, and whatnots that we have on there. We've done many, many reviews since we do three a show on a normal week. Um, imagine how many actual titles we've gone through, you know, a lot. Uh, we are bi-weekly, but we make up for it in the amount of titles we review. Anyway, um, before we get any further into the actual meat of the show, Luke, how you been lately, man? I have been good. <laughs> Is there a gun to your head? Are you no. like reading off a script? <laughs> I actually did things uh, over the last couple of the uh, since we last recorded. Okay, I took a little road trip up to well, not really a road trip, but uh, to Poland. Novo, uh, Novo Testamento was playing. Oh shit! The thing you mentioned uh, on your yes. cheating top ten discoveries, yeah. Yes, I <laughs> love it. Yeah, anyway, so they were no. playing a little uh, headlining show up in, uh, well, just not Milwaukee, but just south of Milwaukee at some place called X-Ray Arcade. Hmm. And it was a fantastic show because they're about to uh, start a tour with Molcha Doma for two months. Okay. And that was kind of like their, like, get their feet wet type of show. Okay. Yeah. Right on. And it was um, awesome. It was the best way to describe it is how my friend described it. Being in that the weird uh, place in Milwaukee, it feels like we're in an episode of South Park. There were so many weird people there, and not just because of the show. I think it's because it was Milwaukee or south of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And the the opening act was super artsy. It was artsy. like some DJ like lady, and mm-hmm. she had like this like black veil over her face. And had this like really bad, uh, like video projector behind her of of like artsy things like leaves and like cemetery and like no. super drony and depressing. Yeah, that is very very art, very artsy, <laughs> yeah. like an installation model. Yeah. Luckily, we got there 
right before she ended. We got to experience that. And thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, you're cool. saying it wasn't that great? No, God, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know what you were saying about no, it. It like, was bad. Artsy, like... Oh, I didn't see artsy to me. Doesn't sound like a bad thing. You're saying it as no, if it is like, a bad thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be artsy to be right. artsy. I knew he was saying it as a bad thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't look at artsy that way. You know, typically. <laughs> but yeah, okay. No, no, Samantha, they killed it. Even though they're right now due to visa issues, there's only two of them: the, mm-hmm. the singer and the drummer. So yeah, because the guy, the the keyboard player, will be meeting them up in the tour with. Uh, Mochatoma in Atlanta. All right. That's what they told us. Yeah. Then I saw them the next day again in Chicago at the uh, Riviera Theater, and that was miserable because it was way too crowded. Like a day oversold the shit out of the show. I'm pretty sure of it because there was nowhere to move in the actual venue, and there were still more people entering as we were, like we just bust like left early. Oh, Mochatoma's wow. a good band if you're into like that cold wave synth wave type of post-punk yeah. stuff yeah i am man. but it's like uh that. not a very uh, just not to watch it is boring essentially oh i see like not very um how i feel about live performances like i feel like right. it doesn't do justice compared to the recordings of them yeah, yeah. So. i see i see it's less conducive yeah. to live is what you're saying mm-hmm. okay go so yeah, i did that i can, try. And I can see then, that. Uh, and then i bought a ticket to go to japan in september so that's the other thing i did by yourself no i want to go with two friends Nice. Do we know them? Are they real friends? You know one of them. Are they from Canada? No. Okay. Uh, well, how about you, Ralph? How you been? I've been okay. How Can't many concerts really did come. you go to? Cat and the Zero. No? Okay. Yeah, sorry. I guess I didn't know I had to go to a bunch of concerts. No. No, I'm just you know, I'm just comparing oh, to my, this guy here. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, No, no. I've been good. Um, wrapping up some overtime that I've been doing. I'm coming up on vacation. Um, forced. Uh, yeah, uh, planned. Well, I'm coming up on time off. Okay, so, right. But I, it's vacation, right? It's not like you're going anywhere. Yeah, no, I, I have all actually some pretty big plans for the house. I got a. Um, I so since I my plans were originally not going to be here in the states, I was going to be in uh in the motherland. I was um <laughs> it's Mexico for people out there. Yeah, well, yeah, well, my motherland and. Luke's motherland, the two different things. Well, yeah, that's why I said that. Yep. Right, and um, so yeah, the uh, I had I had to move that back to another month, and um, I figured I'd stay home. So if I'm going to stay home, I might as well. I told myself not to work, which is a good thing. Um, but I'm I got to do stuff around the house, so I'm going to repaint my bedroom. Uh, oh, okay, actual projects. I see. Yeah, repaint the kit, the uh, not the kitchen, the bathroom. Uh, clean up, obviously, in there. Sounds like a lot of painting. Move, move some stuff, move furniture, replace furniture. Oh, replace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured I'll do that. I got to build. Are about the couches? Three pieces of furniture. No, nothing in the nothing in the living room. Oh, you need a hand? They, they kind of sink a lot there. No, I'll be good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, for real though, you don't want a hand? No. No, I mean Luke is really willing to. <laughs> I'm good. He, he lives right there. I'm a block I mean, and a half away. I'm perfectly fine. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, if you're sure, I'm positive. Yeah. No, but for real, I really am offering. If you need it, okay. Anyway, uh, that sounds great. That sounds productive as shit. 
Yeah. Ah, well, I'm just gonna try. Hold on. Well, that's right. That's right. Okay, but your 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 hope is very productive. How about that? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. There you go. How about that? Um. All right. Sounds like anything. Anything else you wanna talk about or report? No, I can't. Um. Besides that, no, not really. I've been. I mean, I, I have plans to like try to go out. Also, like you know, hit up mm-hmm. some restaurants and stuff like that. But that's yeah. like future plans. I haven't done anything besides. Uh, been watching should- some. Shows some movies. We should plan something when you're, whenever you're not painting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I will. I will. Um, I will. Um, shamelessly plug. My wife has a. Uh, and I hate. To, I hate to say it now, but my wife has a. To our dozens what? of listeners, yeah. She has our. She has a website. Um, oh really? Yeah, she has a website to sell her jewelry now. Um, okay, I really had and, no idea where. <laughs> what it was it's a, It's um. Finally unloading those blood diamonds. Right, right, right. It's yeah. a. Uh, she does polymer clay. And she just <coughs> literally today, today, uh, day that we're recording, um, she just opened up her shop on um, Shopify, mm-hmm. and uh, her her website yeah. is um, Lagrimas de Arcilla dot shop, which is because Shopify and Lagrimas de Arcilla is essentially um, uh, tears of clay, which mm-hmm. is um, how you would say it in Spanish, um, and it's uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting, and she's got a TikTok going that she wants to start also. With like the videos that she does, how kind of like how you do some of the stuff that with the uh, with the um with the Legos. Legos, like yes, uh, similar like that's like, uh, motion. The other one, uh, she hasn't done that yet, but yeah, was, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I'm, so she'll she'll do that, and um, she's just showing off some of her work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you want to take a look, time lapse, yeah, okay, you said time release. They're not all pills, but yeah, yeah, they're not pills or a bomb or anything. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. <laughs> the two yeah. things I think of. Uh, if you send me the the website, um, I can try to put it on the notes if you want me to. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll text it to you right now. Yeah, no worries. Um, as for me, nothing much uh, regarding life stuff necessarily. Um, work is work. Life is life. Whatever, man. But like uh, uh, today, um, my roommate and I finally got like a day off at the same time. So I was like, she was like, take me, you know, let's go somewhere. I don't know anything about the city or whatever. I'm like, I don't know where to take you. I can only think of places I want to go. So we went to the music box. Oh, okay. Uh, we had a drink there. We got there early. And before that, we did some errands, like, uh, you know, like, well, not errands, but like things that places you wanted to go, like Ulta or whatever. And, um, yeah, and it's fun. Like, and it makes me think of, like, um, oh, like, oh, yeah, I can show her this. Or I can show her that. That isn't, like, the normal touristy stuff. Um, but for the future, anyway. Uh, other than that, and that was just today. Otherwise, I've just been kind of just chilling a lot lately. Um, I watched and finished uh, Ryan Johnson's latest show, or only show, I guess, Poker Face on uh, on Peacock. I don't know if you guys have heard of this show. I just finished it the other day. What's it called? The, uh, Poker I, Face. I think I know. Is it the one about the person that could tell if you're lying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It stars Natasha Leone. Uh, excellent show. A lot of fun. It, it's just like a warms the heart kind of thing. It's very, very fun and satisfying to watch. It is basically murder mystery. It's like Murder, She Wrote or like any of those kind of shows. But And the gimmick being that she is uh, completely able to 100% tell every time someone is lying. And, and she's not a detective or anything, mind you. She's just a traveling person. But like, it's a really good premise, a really good concept, really good, really fun stories. They're not all hits, but they're episodic. You know, the next one's going to be better, you know. Um, found that very interesting. I enjoy it. Recommend it. Fun time. Uh, all right. With that said, we're going to move into our recent discoveries here. And we're going to start with Luke, as usual. We've all seen things. Uh, yes. We've all seen one thing, actually. I'm going to review in a minute. But, uh, Luke, what have you seen? I finally got a chance to go see 
the very well regarded cocaine bear. <laughs> who, who, who regarded it so well? I don't know. I think I did. <laughs> I think I did too. It was a fun I mean, movie. Hey, Not as fun as it could have been. It fun. It's could have been more it, fun, it, but it's yeah. dumb fun. Yeah. It's not going to win any Oscars, but that's okay. For best bear attacking an ambulance, for sure. Definitely. That was hands down. That was yeah. uh, outrageous, outlandish, out, out everything. I loved it. It was yeah. great. Out, Definitely out one of those, those movies that, you know, not for the cinephile. Of course. Cinephiles can love anything. I watch everything. Oh, so we watch everything. What are you talking about? Um, loosely based on one story from okay. the 80s. Like, very loose. Very loose. <laughs> Extra very loosely. Mm-hmm. And it has that TikTok guy in there, too. Um, who I liked a lot. He was, was a paramedic guy. Um, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So, had fun? Yes? Positive? Yay? Thumbs up? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. Definitely. Okay. All right. And then uh, one movie that we all saw, not at the same time, you might have. Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. Among Thieves. Oh, among, uh, amongst I I, Thieves. I I thought it was Amongst. Amongst Thievery. All right. Well, you well, just have we... to read the title. You don't have to fucking make it up. Yeah, yeah. Definitely don't make up titles here. Uh, uh, so I'll just talk all three of us about this movie. However, yeah. um, I found this movie. Wait, all three of us saw this? Yeah, yeah all three of us saw this. Oh, sure. yeah. Not at the same time. Oscar thought I was there with you. But. Yeah, I thought he was. No, that, that was that was Juan Wick. Um, okay, whatever. Um, I thought this movie was a lot of fun, and it was quite refreshing compared to the Dungeons and Dragons old TV show and that movie that we shall not be mentioning. That that shall with not the be. Marlon Wayans. Yes, that one. Um, I, I just said not to mention that movie. It. You have pretty bad. Anyway, this movie, uh, this movie is. I thought it was a lot of fun. I am not an expert by any means on, on Dungeons and or Dragons. Oh, same. Um, but I do know some, and definitely more than most because of that. I've done a few things, a few campaigns here and there. Done a character sheet or two, let's say. Um, and I found it to be eerily fun and Easter egg game, and definitely more about wider in the audiences. It's not about being specific or drawn out. It doesn't care about being like detailed or like hang up on, on some sort of monster book of monsters that we don't know about. It's really just an adventure and it uses the world setting of this game that we all you know know of to have fun with it. And I think it succeeds. And Chris um, Pine mm-hmm. is the piniest man. He is he saves that movie. I think his charm alone saves that movie in many well, sure, times. Sure, and Michelle Rodriguez. And Michelle Rodriguez also nails no. it, I think. No, I I think she does a great job for her role. She's a great yeah. barbarian. Yeah, this is, the, actually, barbarian. this is the only role I would ever put her in. A barbarian. She's got the face for it. Yeah, you know wow. what I like about this movie, and I've been I don't like. Her. I've, I've been telling people about this movie is that it's such an easy movie to say. Uh, do you like fantasy? Yeah, it's a great movie for you. Perfect. Um, it has anything right. you want in fantasy. Uh, do you know anything about Dungeons and Dragons? You don't need to. No, you don't, you need don't to know need anything. To. And it works. It doesn't out take itself too fine. seriously. It's not trying to be Lord of the Rings or anything. It's just no just trying to have there's, fun. There's Easter eggs. There's things that you can hundred uh, yeah. percent see. You like all oh, that totally would happen YouTube, along with everyone. Yeah, there's, there's, the, all, there's all the things that are there. But other than that, really good and uh, really good like action set pieces actually. <laughs> yeah, really good ones. I like yeah, that transformation I, that scene is great. That portal was badass. Uh, yeah, that portal, that, that portal is also badass. Yeah. Did you enjoy Luke? I did. I, I definitely did. Okay. Yeah. And, I was, and it's funny because I probably should have known this, but like some of the places that they were going to were talking about, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't know that was this was like part of the Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. like Baldur's Gate, and I think they mentioned Icewind Dale. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you can only imagine how much inspiration 
the game. This is an old game now. It's an old ass game. It's from the seventies, right, guys? At least. Yeah. Um, At least. Yeah. So and um, and it stayed. I mean, I don't want to say strong, but it stayed active through till now, and way which is way stronger nowadays. Um, you can only imagine how many books and movie it expired itself. You know, not to mention um side stories that became its own stories and its own game. You know, that, yeah, that happens a lot with something as big as this. But yeah, we're all fans. We all recommend it, I think. We all had Agreed. a lot of fun at the movie. I, I, I will watch this movie again for sure for a good time. So that's Dungeons & Dragons uh, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, and that's all you've been watching, right, Luke? That's right? all, sir. That, that is the extent. All. Okay. Roth, what about you? Um, I had to add a movie because I don't... Did I, did I talk about Babylon? I maybe I think you maybe talked about it at the Oscar talk. I'm not a hundred percent though. I think I, I had mentioned that, that I saw it, but I never saw it on a recent discoveries. So mm. I saw Babylon. I totally forgot to add it on the next episode. Whenever I did, that I was supposed okay. to watch it. I thought it was a fun movie way longer than I needed it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, bombastic. And yes, I felt bombastic and it was supposed to be Damien Chazelle, Chazelle obviously still does music really well. And, um, mm-hmm. How he incorporates things like that, um, even incorporating a little bit of um, that uh, that that LA that that super fringe, you know, LA um, Hollywood uh, fucking spookster kind of thing, you know, Gonzo stuff going on, and um, yeah, it's interesting. So um, it was fun overall. Like I said, it's just too long, and I think it dwelled a little bit too long on some characters that were just. Kind of off-putting it towards the end, but again, it's the life of it and the transition. So yeah. it, it it worked and it worked overall. And I thought, uh, what's his name, did a really good job. Also, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt played his like the role, like persona of what like was that actor. You know? Yeah, um, I heard that about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it worked out really well, in my opinion. Um, also, Diego Calvo, which is Manny, who plays who we're following the whole time. Uh, it's a cool thing to see, like the rise of it. You know, from coming from his end. Um, right. but yeah, yeah, it was just like really out there, and I, I got it. You could have tightened it up. I don't, I don't know where you could have tightened it up because the amount of shit that goes on. Yeah, but I mean, you could have cut out the trumpet player story, but I actually ended up thinking about it that I enjoyed his story the most, even though it was the yeah. Show. I was about to say his story was that low key, really cool story. It's okay. one of him and Manny's story are the best stories when you think about it because they're also the ones that happen to like. Be the common man, the common man, yeah, the common man story, yeah. Not just, although it's not an uncommon thing for the main two, which is Margot Robbie's and Brad Pitt's character, that you know they're actors or people who came into LA become big actors, right? Um, That's also a very common story as well, especially Margot Robbie's character. Um, But it's just like more like they're stars. And not that, that these guys weren't stars either or what they did, but these guys put in hard work into it. These guys were just because they're good looking and they happened to be good at what they were doing during the time. It worked out for them. But when the transition came, that's when it all kind of fucked up compared to the other ones. They adapted and evolved and it worked out for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, differences. Anyways, Babylon, cool. What I recommended, yeah, if you want to see something like just gigantic on screen. I definitely loud. haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it. Yeah, if you want to see something, if you're, if you're definitely doing like a movie night, it'd be cool. Lights off, loud, you don't care about the stuff. You'll yeah. enjoy it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm still going to try to catch up with it. I'm still, I'm still catching up with last year's movies here and there. So You're good. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching some movies here and there as well. I've been watching just, yeah, not a, not as much. But anyways, I have one of my Korean shows is 
they're fucking movie long episodes. It's disgusting. <laughs> really? Like they're hour, one of the episodes were like what hour twenty four, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like it's a movie, yeah. Jesus Christ! Another one of my movies that's uh, on my list, by the way. It's unreal, unreal. Yeah. Besides that, yeah. uh, I was bored at work because I've had nothing to do this week, and because um, I've been training somebody, and I'm just like watching the person. So I'm really, I'm just like, "Did you fuck up? Like, do you need me to help you?" <laughs> Did you? It's, kind of, it's what it is. Really, one of those things because like the person knows what to do, right? So, yeah. but at the same time, I have to be there to like log them in. I have to be there to help yeah. them with all, you know, the transition Questions phase. And shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Random little things that come up. I'm like, did you do this? No. Okay. We'll go do it. Where is it? Let's figure it out. Like you gotta know how to do this shit. You know, I showed you already. I've showed you a couple times. Now do this, right? I'm at the, I'm at the let go phase. I'm just like, you do this on your own. So you're, anyways, at the, you're at the, this bird nest is yeah, so during, during, during breaks and watching this person work, I yeah. totally was, <laughs> I saw the equalizer too. Um, I never seen these. Well, way. I saw the first one, and I remember liking it—the fact that he's this like kind yeah. of Jason Bourneish character, right? Yeah, yeah, um, and it looks badass. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like this dead person, right? Um, so this one's the sequel to. Uh, oh, I didn't know he was dead. Oh, he's yeah, he's uh, oh, like, doesn't exist. Oh, I see. I thought he was like, doesn't oh, exist. is it like, like I don't know, supernatural? I don't, I don't know. know. No, 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 no. I really don't know. I, I, I meant more like uh, doesn't exist okay. kind of person. I, like, I thought this was in an eighty yeah. show. Well, this, this one includes Denzel Washington, obviously, because he's the Equalizer. And uh, Pedro Pascal's in it as well. Um, and I didn't know Pedro Pascal was in it. Um, eh, we'll leave that up to later. Uh, Bill mm-hmm. Pullman's in it as well, but he's a comeback character from the first one. The Melissa cool. Leo's in it, which I know you like Melissa Leo Oscar. Who doesn't? Uh, that's what I say also. But um, yeah, so it's it was, a, it was a fun action movie. It just wasn't as good as the first one. Uh, the first one was like that really cool thing. He also fights for the little man. And um, oh, okay. I feel like the movie... Sh- Especially what it does, it, it plays it along great. And I thought if I just saw him fighting for the little man, the whole movie, I would have been great. That would have been a cool thing, but they needed to have like a hook, I guess. And, um, and they, right. what, what their hook was when somebody dies in his life and he goes out for revenge for that, you know, like you, you killed the wrong person and I'm, I'm the person who happens to be alive to kill you guys now. And I'm just like, Oh, okay, cool. So it was just like, it was just okay at best. Um, yeah, but apparently there's a part three coming out, so I'll probably watch it just because I like action. Like and I like year? Denzel. Huh? This year? I think so, actually, yeah. All right. Hey, maybe it's a good time to catch up to the Equalizing franchise there. <laughs> maybe. I saw it on Hulu, so it's on Hulu if you want to watch it. I might. Just might. You know, every once in a while, a good action movie or a fun throwaway action. So. It is, exactly. That's what I said. So, besides that, that's what I've been watching. <laughs> I almost started watching that new Netflix show, Agent Something. No, don't do that. I almost started no, watching don't do it. it. Don't do it. My wife okay. was watching it. I'm telling yeah. you, okay. Okay, go ahead. Just go ahead. I came into her watching it. I don't know what episode it was. Maybe one, maybe two. And I saw... Don't say came into her. Five minutes. Okay? Yeah. I saw five minutes of, of this fucking of this show. I yeah. thought it was a movie. And I was like, what's the point of that shot? <laughs> why, did, why are they talking like that? <laughs> I was like, well, there's a shot. that I'm like... What did that do for anything? I don't understand. And then it was like, yeah, this who is that character? Like, oh, what? that's the bad guy. But why did we just see him walking from a hallway to not? Like, I don't understand. That makes no sense. And then it was like, <laughs> it's just like no reference point. And then the, the so, way they the way they yeah. speak to each other, I was like, who speaks like that? And she's like, can you just let me watch this? And I was like, no, this is bad. <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah, that's a problem with reviewing movies. You know, you get like you notice the cracks way more, right? I do yeah. that. Um, so I um, see. Here's, here's why I almost started watching it is because I thought it was a movie, and I almost pulled the same error I did last year when I saw that Chris Pratt show, thinking it was a movie, and I saw the entire first episode. 
before realizing it wasn't a movie. <laughs> I wanted a dumb. I was like, oh, an FBI, and this is like a whole yeah, thing but the with Chris the Pratt show was good. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go back to it eventually. Yeah, I was in the mood for that, and I was like, oh man, I just wanted something one and done, bro. I don't need a whole thing. So besides that, I saw something else on Netflix: Enola Holmes two. Oh yeah, um, the Enola Holmesing. Yeah, apparently a lot of people did. Now a detective for hire, Enola Holmes, which is alone backwards, takes on her first official case to find a missing girl as the sparks of a dangerous conspiracy of the doy ignite a mystery that required the head of the the help of friends and Sherlock himself to unravel. Um, obviously stars Millie Bobby Brown and it has David Thewlis as a bad guy, which is always a good bad guy. And Henry Cavill, of course, as um, a surprisingly, surprisingly good Sherlock Holmes. Not the best or anything, but he's good. Sherlock Holmes. Um, I, oh, I'm going to say, I overall enjoyed the last one. I thought it was a fun time. It wasn't anything to cry home about. I figured this one is a little better, except that it has a bigger problem as well. So it's, I think it's, uh, first of all, this Enola Holmes 2, I think it's better than the first one. I think the mysteries are more more fun to watch and to unravel and all that. I think uh, um, the lines are better. The dialogue is better I, overall with the, all the characters that she meets. The whole fan bit. I don't know if anyone saw this movie. Um, at that ball or whatever that she breaks into is fun. Uh, the only problem, though, and this is a bigger problem in this movie, is that it's too much in the shadow of Sherlock Holmes. Literally, Sherlock Holmes. This is like, this is like you know, it reminded me of... Um, the end of uh, Book of Boba Fett, where it became the Mandalorian show. Yes, it's I, just yeah, like that. I agree. It is just like that. If that same feeling yep. is is in this movie, that you couldn't be you couldn't be more right. Yeah. So I figure that's the best way to describe it. I'm just gonna move on now. Um, so it's like a three star movie, normal. Um, <laughs> next up here, uh, I saw this movie. I saw today. I this is why I was running a little late, by the way. Um, I saw this at the Music Box at Chicago here. Uh, Chicago's music box. I saw <laughs> smoking causes coughing. A group of vigilantes called the Tobacco Force is falling apart. To rebuild team spirit, their leader suggests that they meet for a week-long retreat before returning to save the world. Bizarre, yes. Um, this movie is written and directed by Quentin Dupont. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's a French name. It's a French movie. The Pew. Wait, it sounds like the Pew. I don't want to say it that way, though. It sounds really (laughs) wrong. Um, This is the man who brought us uh, the amazing movie that I find amazing, uh, Rubber, from like 12 years ago or something. A long time ago. I did. I've seen it. It's a good movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's a surprisingly good movie. This one is such a Quentin Dupuis movie or whatever his name is. It is such a hit movie. It's it's nothing like you've ever seen before. It's which is a great thing because as far as like, you know, feeling like you're watching an original film and stuff like that, it is definitely a comedy. A comedy slash I don't want to say drama, definitely not drama. I, I don't know. It's hard to describe his movies. I mean describing rubber alone is bizarre. Um this movie is high comedy and it's bizarre and it's about storytelling. Um, it's about, I don't know, it could be about a lot of things. It's either making fun or honoring the types of shows like Power Rangers. I have no idea if it's doing one or the other or both. It's also about, um, team spirit or the morale friends about people trying to scare each other. What's the nature of fear? What is the nature of storytelling? 
the nature of storytelling is always in his movies, but how he makes that possible in the movie is very strange and bizarre. This movie's a, a snappy 80 minutes long, by the way. Um, is easy to that watch. Sounds like a good and with the point. crowd tonight, huh? it, it, it was so much better to watch it. Was crowd. it? Yes, it was so funny. It totally moved it a lot faster. Not that it That's wouldn't good. have with me. I would have laughed out loud too. But it had such bizarre laughs. It's very carnage and gory. It's definitely not for kids. Uh, it's how, they swear a lot. They're Power Rangers that swear a lot, basically. And they constantly touch their breasts. It's fucking bizarre. Um, well, one of them does. And um, I, 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 I dare you not to laugh at this movie. I dare you. Because I can't imagine both of you not liking this movie. So whenever it comes out, I don't know where or when, Unless you go to the music box this week, um, I recommend it highly for you guys. And this is a niche recommendation. This is a key lime pie. It's not for everyone, but like I love key lime pie. It is so. It is such a unique movie. Um, This movie is also delicious, even though it's really gross sometimes. Um, I'm not going to do any more justice describing trying to describe this movie and failing, but like just watch it. I do highly recommend it uh, for the weirdos out there. So. That is smoking causes coughing, and yes, it does do that in the movie. Um, and that is it for our recent discoveries. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to review uh, the first of Roth's picks of movies here, pick of the litter here. What's the first one, Roth? Uh, the first one is John. Is it John Wick? Yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. You don't even know. John Wick, Chapter 4. Thanks for the pause in between. Stay with us. John Wick uncovers a path to defeating the high table. But before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a new enemy, old friend, with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. The fourth installment of the John Wick franchise, because it's chapter four. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is directed by Jad Stahelski. Wow. And um, obviously starring... G John Wick is just Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, um, the Bowery King, which I always love that name. Um, Lance Reddick, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Ian McShane, cocksucker, and um, <laughs> da- uh, Donnie Yen, who yeah. plays Kane in and movie. Ip Man, famously. Ip Man, yes, yes, yes. Considering we're gonna get um, also, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Hiroki Sanada. Oh hell yeah, dude! I love him. Hell I've yeah. always, I've always loved them though, and like anything he's. Been I can't. In. Yeah, and uh, as well as Bill Skarsgård. Uh, Bill Skarsgård has been in freaky shit, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You think is that uh, as only iconic role will always be it, and never move past that? Uh, I hope not. I hope not either. But I saw something. Bill uh, Bill Skarsgård. I saw him in a show. That was fucking trippy, and I actually hated the first two episodes. But then, as it kept going, it was just like, I guess I'm in it now. <laughs> it's just like really weird. Then, My wife wanted to watch it, and I was like, I, I guess I'm in it. I guess like I didn't know we were in this. Right. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, I will say one thing before I pass it on to Luke, who's going to go first, is uh, John Wick only says 380 words throughout the whole film. Believe it. And a lot of them are yeah, or a lot of them are yeah, exactly. What words? <laughs> That's so, awesome. yeah, yeah, it's the uh, lowest word count of uh, ever spoken by a main character in a movie. 
You're kidding. He broke that record? That's a weird record to break. It is a weird record to break. Nonetheless, it is broken, I guess. Wow. It's like Pulp Fiction having the most motherfuckers in it or something. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's more motherfuckers in that movie than there's words for Keanu Reeves in this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 100%. 100% believe that. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, since I already said Luke was going first, Luke, what did you you think of uh, John Wick Chapter 4? This is the first. This should have been probably pushed back to like or up to like July or whatever. Uh, this okay. is a perfect summer movie. It's oh. action. It's got just it's got that appeal just to go to a theater and to see it. It's got that star power of Keanu Reeves, obviously, as well. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb fun. The characters they come up with are in this like world are just amazing. Like, like the blind guy. Amazing, and this the whole sh- the whole uh, how they operate and everything like that, the old school ways, and how they have these crazy hotels and whatnot. I don't remember anything about the other movies, so I just know he's an assassin and someone fucked with his dog. That was at the one first point, one, yeah. <laughs> so but it's just fun, and like the action is just crazy good. Yeah, yeah I, I'll say uh, three is way forgettable compared to the other two movies um, in the series. Yeah, I remember very little about two and three. Yeah, I, I remember three. more about. I think I confused one and like what I, happens I, I, in two. I, it, was in it one. in two when he has a shootout in the middle of a crowd with that one guy? Yes, that sounds right. right. And they're hiding from the fact that you know they're shoot, like they're kind of keeping it on the on the down low, right? While they're shooting at each other. That sounds about right. Yes, that was cool. Yes. So that was part two. I think I remember more part two now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that seems about fair. I, I get what you're saying about it as far as action movie. I think they're worried about a lot of Marvel stuff coming out this year in the summer as well. Um, well, also, guys, remember the, the blockbuster season starts early, man. Every year, it seemingly starts early. It does. It does. Yeah. I mean, we already February. had one Marvel, and we've had Creed made a lot of money. And last year, Top Gun came around this time, guys. Yeah. Creed, so, uh, Creed and uh, John Wick kind of ended the – Creed started the month, right? And then John Wick yep. ended it, mm-hmm. which yep. is actually kind of good bookends, if you ask. I, if I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. So um, I'll go next, and then I'll see what Oscar says. Um the uh, I, I agree with what you said as far as like all the action and all the cool stuff. I thought it was really weird to not see Keanu Reeves speak as much, right? I noticed it. I know I, I noticed it. Um, but at the same time, I also felt like um, there is an off-putting. Some of the scenes just last a little too long, in my opinion. Um, especially the one scene towards the end when they're all at a, they're all trying to get out. Uh, they're all trying to like uh, get to John Wick or something, and uh, he's trying to get his 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 people's back or whatever he's trying to do and um it's the the guy with the, the big the really big fat guy that scene took way too long um, i was over the middle by the way no that was i guess it was middle right it felt like towards the end because it just needed to wrap up at that point uh that part just took way too long and um all the stuff that with with donnie yen don't get me wrong which i love um i just love how ingrained like the world is with John Wick. Like everyone knows who he is. Right. And a lot of stuff's going on. And I also feel like it also feels a little weird, like the money aspect. You feel like he'd be worth a lot more considering how much he's kind of going against them. Right. Uh, going against the grain. But at the same time, like it's all based on actual gold reserves. Right. 
like everything they have is gold coins. Uh, everything they have, like the weird world. That's I, the I don't think the, you should fi- look, look like look in t- into anything. Like, that's the thing. It, that's the, that's the problem. Is that, it's that the problem is that John Wick wa- is establishing this world right as it was going along, and we're yeah. like we're learning more and more little bit little bits and pieces here and there about the world and you're just like i want to know more like you know and that's what's so because you know you want to know more like why is it so bad and they explain some stuff right um but don't get me wrong it was fun still nonetheless also i i was tired for the man my knees hurt watching this man like <laughs> Dude, yeah, i mean those stairs those stairs oh my god my knees hurt jesus <laughs> christ yeah I just this yeah, like, I had my two cars too earlier from that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Side stamina. Yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. And, but uh, man, the and I know he has stunt people to do stuff, and I know he uh he says he does he does all the action parts, but he doesn't do the stunts. Yeah, yeah. If, if which is it sounds I think it weird. Shows and, and, the, and the movie tries to show a lot of it as much as they no, can. And I, and I love it because um it, exactly just like you said, the movie tries to show a lot of it. Um which I think works out well. Um, all the all the set pieces for where they fight are really really phenomenal. Um, great lighting, great shots, um, and all that stuff. But obviously, those are the big things that are going to sell it. So the plot's not bad uh, where it goes and how they try to do stuff. And uh, so yeah, besides the Lance Reddick thing, I don't know how they were going to do what what that was already planned for his character. If they had something more planned, no, um, no, no, that was all, all planned already. They, yeah, that's what that's what even, they couldn't even do like. Uh, um and like in some sort of in memoriam uh, like little uh, title for him at the end of the movie yeah that's that's how fast it happened that's, that's how fast it, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I thought that's i thought i had thought so but um, it's, it's bad timing that he died the same week this movie got released. It, it really is oh, bad wow. timing on that end yeah, yeah. um they, they couldn't just like patch it in no i think i think everything no, was no, already, it was sent, already sent out yeah, yeah. Sent out. yeah. no okay they don't send out they make these theaters download the movies they couldn't get, put a quick patch in no, no, apparently, no. They talk. I, uh, there's a there's an article that talks about this. How like there are, there are rights issues, or immediately when they're sent out, and everyone's got like all these umbra- um, embargoes, and it's like they couldn't take it back in time. Now it would be like half of them or something, and that would be whatever. And they right. couldn't do it. Uh, and I don't mean they send out a reel. Obviously, they send out whatever they send out. By the point, yeah. they send out the rights or whatever. There's, not, there's not a boy who's you know running. But, but from it's not town nothing to town. <laughs> But it's not nothing either. It is something. I just don't know what it is. He, he's got this like, a sliver of film attached us to the end. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, uh, I thought that was John Wick. I still had fun in a lot of it, even though I have gripes with the movie. But mm-hmm. as, I, as I can, I can have well, I can do whatever I want. Oscar, yeah. what about you? Uh, I fucking love this movie. I love it. It's a, it's, it's, it's the best action I I sort of got. I know that this gets topped off a lot in years because we oh, in action and adventure and stuff. We try we try to do that. Uh, this one really goes for it and really shows me things I've never seen before in such fun, inventive, and not at all realistic. Pfft, not realistic at all, but like fun as ways. It, it it basically has this world building where like you can wear a tuxedo. And you can judo chop and go through bullets at the same time. Like they oh. they invented ways to make action uh, inventive. Basically, that's all they want. This is this uh, Chad guy was a stunt guy hmm. who became a stunt director or, or whatever, and became a stunt you know filmmaker, like uh, an action filmmaker. And th- that's all he cares about. And this is what we're here for. The story makes no goddamn sense. It is way too fucking long. All that shit. Yes, it's true. Um, the world building is also very atrocious. Like I remember thinking when John Wick Chapter Two came out, 
uh, which they all have weird titles because part three is Parabellum or something. Anyway, um, yeah. When part two came out, I was like, rough, uh excited about like, oh, I want to know more about this world building. There's a way you could do it that remains a cool or expands it in such a way that is maybe somewhat realistic, even if it's not at all, you know, in our world. Um, but no, it completely doesn't doesn't make sense at all. The second you start thinking about anything in this in this world too hard for more than a few seconds it's it collapses on itself it doesn't make any sense um i would say starting with the fucking currency it doesn't make any fucking sense um but i let that go after chapter two or the second movie um now i just enjoy the action and whatever reasons they make up it's fine with me i wish the story held up i wish all this other stuff held up but it is a classic movie of style over substance but the style is so entertaining that we forgive it. At least I do, because I really did enjoy this movie. Um, it is my favorite, and and I'm talking just in action set pieces, guys. And in the action set pieces, it is my favorite, other than the first one. And the first one be, is only because I had never seen the 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 standard of John Wick. Right, that was a standard that were showing us. And obviously, these other movies have been trying to meet and uh, and raise over that standard, right? And I would say two and three, they they succeed sometimes, but they fail a lot of times too. I think this one succeeds every single time. Like all their action set pieces are better and they get more inventive and different things and they're all badass. They're all insanely great. Uh, so yeah, I love this movie. I wish it was shorter though, but because damn, it's three hours. <laughs> so everything needs to be shorter soon. I'm just saying, it's three hours long and I heard that the original cut was four hours long. So... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, I think uh, I think whatever it is in sport. I mean, do we do we want to talk about this story at all? Like, do we care? I mean, does it, do you guys? I think we, I think we should. Care? I think because especially okay. especially what happens. Okay, so what do you guys think of the war of John Wick versus the High Table? Without spoilers, of course. Like, like was it? I don't want to say believable because it's not believable. It's not believable. But, was like, it even necessary? Um. This man could probably Jason Bourne himself out and just. Well, live the thing is that he's not unkillable, right? But after three movies, right? He's just tired. The bones. I think it's one of those. Um, I think it's like he he forces the high table to go. He goes. He forces to go against the high table. He goes. He pushes so far that he's like, dude, there was an out for you a while ago, and you just had to become a ghost, and we could have been golden. Yeah, you would have lived or whatever. You but you fucked up. You had to do this fuck up thing. Right, mm-hmm. um, so you fucked up, and now we have to honor it because these are the established rules of the thing. And he tries to come a- come around to it, like, "Well, you guys didn't understand." No, like we understand, yeah, but it, it sucks. And now you're going against the high table, but he because he only knows how to kill, right? He only went about it the wrong way. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess the the right way. I think even in the personal level, like in the in the emotions kind of sense or a character sense. Like, I don't understand why everyone's so loyal to John Wick. The second he visits a friend, they die. Like, yeah, they're going to be attacked. It's going to be horrible for them. I, like, the second. I think it's um, I think it's also a thing about, like, uh, the the high table hasn't evolved in, with the times and stuff like that. Yeah, I just wish they showed us, like, what makes the I I, I do agree right? with that. Yeah, I do, I do agree with that. I, I think as the movies go on, the loyalty kind of thing starts, like, leaving compared to, like, the first one and the second one a little bit. 
where you feel like, well, he's got an established rapport with these guys already. He's, you know, everything he does, he's, he's a class act to everybody, you know, he upholds his values. In the first one, they really established that respect. They really, they really, he's a good, he's a good guy, fair, ultimate killer. Don't fuck with him. But like the, 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 like, yeah, like, like you agreed about the, the, how these people will go like so far as to try to hide him from the height. Like, right. And uh, also like, uh, isn't the whole point of a criminal enterprise to be away from government? Why create a criminal government? Because it makes <laughs> it feel old and fashionable, and like there's a mystique to it. It just seems that's why that's why you have a these old, like these old arcane rules, and you know, no, but the high table, like, oh, these okay. old arcane rules and things. No, like I know that. why they like it. I'm saying everyone else. Like, <laughs> it just seems like bizarre, right? That there's a bad guy government, right? Right? Yeah. Am I wrong? I mean, it's like a shadow Gotta government. Gotta control the chaos. No. It's, I mean, the way this movie shows it, it seems like every person's a killer. Everyone's a killer all the time. We never not see, I don't think we see any innocent person in this movie. Right. So, uh, everybody in uh, France. If you see any babies walking around, then baby. I don't, I don't believe them. I think they have darts of poison in, in their, 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 their bankies. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, those, those cars didn't stop for anyone, by the way. They kept going. They're murderers. They're all murderers. Um, and what do we think of the bad guy? The, uh, which I think was the, the the only really bad character, in my opinion. I feel like there's nothing. He was just like a pompous asshole. Well, he was a pawn for them, right? He was like, you've been chosen by the high table to represent us in getting this shit fixed. Uh, here's the blank check. Figure it out, right? Yeah. It was one of those, it was one of those situations. And he's like, well, I got to prove myself, you know? In reality, they're like, man, I hate that guy. Put him up against John Wick; he'll, he'll kill him. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe they should have shown that scene. Or if they did, I missed it because it's three hours long. Um, it was, no, it's in the four-hour cut. Probably, you're probably right. Yeah, not no lie, probably right. It's four hours because chapter four. Okay, so I think um, I think we're good. I think we should get into spoilers to talk about some of these sequences that we love and yeah, um, for sure. and one one thing on the story that I don't like, but uh, and the ending, of course. <laughs> Um, so, spoilers for John Wick Chapter 4, starting now. So, okay. there's going to be Wait. two spinoffs, huh? Donnie Jen, Donnie Yen is getting a spinoff, right? No. No? Or that's, all, that's all I want to see. Armas. Anna de Armas. Oh, yeah, I heard about Anna de Armas. Yes, because yeah. she was in one of the other movies, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, no, she's replacing somebody that was in one of the other movies. Unity <laughs> Felon or something? <laughs> Sure. Over film. my head. It's, it's like a ballerina over, or whatever. Over my head. Over my head. And then there's um, going to be a TV show. I heard about the TV show too. Yeah, the Continental. The Continental. Which again, that makes sense. That's on, on uh, that. Peacock. That's cool. That, that could be cool because that could be hella that, cool. I was talking to somebody about it. I go, that, this is an easy. This is an easy, easy thing to do. You want to establish the world. You want to do something. Just follow the hotels. I just hope that they don't try to like mimic anything that John Wick because really the rules of John Wick makes no fucking sense. Make yeah. up your own thing yeah. in the Continental Show. Well, like which, really, which, which you up can, nice, there's a couple things that you can do with the Continental Show. In my opinion, is uh, you recurring. can never have a recurring character if you don't want to, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or episodic you could, or something, right? Right, episodic. You could or you could have and just follow like an episode where yes, you get the mission, you do what you got to do, you follow that person, and they come back and they establish everything at the Continental, right? Everything's kind of like yeah. the meeting point. Yeah, yeah. Or you can just do stuff that happens at the Continental along with like following main characters and how there's a lot of potential. I there's think a what you really ton saying. of potential. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm very excited. And it sucks because Lance Reddick, I think, would have killed it. 
Yeah. What a murder. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Mel Gibson is slated to be in it. Ooh. I mean, if he's directed well, he can do it, but I don't no, know. He's acting old. as as a uh... no, no. If he is directed well, I don't think he's a good. Director. Oh, directed. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, he's not bad. I guess he's he could be better. He's, no, uh, meant... he's reenacting his role as Porter. Uh no, no one, no one gets that. Oh, you get it. L- Luke doesn't get it even. Luke I probably about what it. he gets. <laughs> well, I threw the reference out as long as one of you guys got it. it doesn't matter. Okay, you're right. You're right. No one argument there. Um. Oh, payback. <laughs> you looked that up? How did you yeah. look it up? Porter, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, Porter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. literally what I put it. Yeah. yeah, payback. Yeah, I mean, you could be an asshole like that. For sure, I can see him yeah. in that world. I, I, actually, payback kind of looks like it would be in that world. A little bit. Right? Right? A little bit. Everyone's a criminal he meets. So yeah, it makes that sense is me. very true. <laughs> makes sense to me. Um, old movie world. Okay. Um, so, so I didn't like the, five. I didn't love the results of how it, you know, the whole thing with the, you know, the guns at dawn at the steps thing at the end, at the ending. Yeah. Uh, I didn't love it, but it was satisfying that, I mean, they wanted to be satisfying to a point where Donnie Yen doesn't get killed and gets saved. Like his daughter is safe. Yeah. And the bad guy gets killed and John Wick wins. Like they wanted us, they just really pulled a lot to get that. They, yeah. Espe- really it, it did feel towards it. the end, especially when I was talking about him getting his thing to get his family to get him back on his seal. All that stuff. I felt like a lot of stuff was like, man, you guys are really just letting shit go. Like, yeah, guys could have just killed him and it would have been over with. Like, yeah. like a, a lot of, a lot of things are left also to like this old time, which again, old time established rules of like, we don't fight in certain places. We don't do a, certain things in certain areas, you know, where even though I'm, I'm supposed to kill you, the right thing to do, the honorable thing to do in this position is give you the fair fight, right? I'm not going to mm-hmm. just shoot you because you don't have a weapon, right? Like, this isn't, that's not fair. I should fight you and fight you and I. And, you know, it's like one of those yeah. weird things, especially for people like John Wick, which he happens to encounter, like the, the Donnie Yen character, right? Which is Kane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think just, just like I think that. a lot of these things, like um, like the the people that set up the bounties and put it on the air with the records and shit, and, and many things like what you're talking about, I think it's all just like they the, they're sitting there writing the script and they're like, what is cool, and that's all I care about. It's like the rule of cool. As long as it looks cool or something, is what they care about, and that's what they shoot. And again, there's nothing fine with it. It's style over substance. That's what it is. In this case, yeah. it works, but like. It doesn't make sense, um, and it, and it, it rubs against weird things. But um, moving past that, now um, we have um, Danian's character. We have nobody, and John Wick are like the, the triangle of fighters going on here. Um, I loved all three: him and his dog and the shotgun. And he doesn't have a suit on, so he has to be a little <laughs> more right. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody has to be way more creative about avoiding dodging, blocking uh, shots. By the way, and Danian Yen is like blind, of course, and. I love. I just love all these fights. So that was so different of each other, and they work so well. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, and the action scenes. What are we talking? What do you want to talk about? Because there's so many. What's your favorite one, Luke? What's your favorite one? Ooh, I, I kind of like the Osaka Hotel one. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Like the nunchuck scene and shit, and all that stuff. The doorbells, right? That was nuts. How he did that. Uh huh. That was cool. I, I'm surprised it didn't come back. In the movie, but whatever. He, um, he couldn't find him in the store. He couldn't see him. 
Well, I would think he would have like almost a limitless. <laughs> you get some on order from Amazon. Yeah, just have constant. Like, like, How many doorbells does one <laughs> this man guy need? Has so many doorbells. But it's still kind of ridiculous. Like that guy should have been the easiest to kill. You just got to stand silently in a corner and just shoot him. Ideally, yeah, right. Right. But, but no, that, that wouldn't make a very good action scene. No, 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 not at all. Uh, that scene though with Sonata though, that was badass. How he kills him. He had this like this real poke attack, mm-hmm. right, to like get him off his feet. That was really that yeah. Was, they did a really they didn't good... use that with anybody else. But I think they yeah, also sorry. did a good a good job with. Um, I felt like the different styles. You felt like the very very Japanese style, and I also felt like a very Chinese style too, which makes sense because Donnie is Chinese. Yeah. But, um, and obviously, uh, Sonata's character is Japanese, so like the yeah. style, the Japanese, the, just the sword yeah, play, like everything. A clash. Yeah, really, the real really good clash, clash yeah. culture there going on. Mm-hmm. That was badass. What was your favorite scene? Uh, well. I don't know. Um, I, I want to lean towards the same thing that Luke said, but I think that was the most visually pleasing scene. Yeah, like that cold neon and black stuff. Like yeah, for sure. Versus lights, kind of thing. Yeah, um, but I. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to remember, to be honest with you, the, uh, like the, the big fight ones that, I, that, that he had. There's a staircase scene. There's the, yeah. the, the car oh. one around the, the famous, uh, I, I, I dig the car one a lot, but at the, at one point, the problem with the car one, I'm, I'm going to say the staircase is my favorite, but I'll, let me talk, let me talk about the car one. The car one is just like, at one point, like, bro, does traffic not realize like just people like, <laughs> like, does no one care? You know, like it just felt like a little too long. And then finally something happened where it did, and I was like, "Oh, okay, thank God," because I was like, "Thank God, like nobody." It must have been so complicated to shoot. Oh my I god, know, I could have been so hard imagine. to do. But yeah, I would say for sure the the that staircase scene is crazy because the amount of stuff that's happening in that staircase scene is is ridiculous. And then he falls. And then he falls the amount of but, stairs. But the, but it's just the fact that he like it's starting from the bottom that we're here. It's like we're all over again, and it's like it's a lot of it, and just coming to climb it back up. And, the, and I think that the way it's shot is shot really well with like it's kind of fast pacing getting up there and then the first time he gets down and and everything kind of starts slowing down because his pace starts slowing down right and it's like the, the, it does it does a really good something really good shoot uh shooting there um and then it's just the ridiculousness of i think uh uh what's his name uh keanu reeves does a really good job with the action scenes of like him protecting himself with like not getting shot in the face because you know yeah. that's the instant kill right yeah, okay. and there's so much like work that you have to do. Even as he's falling, there's like stuff that you see, you know. And yeah. even as he's falling down or tumbling, you have to fall the right way, or else you actually will get really hurt. Like, you know, if you don't tumble the right way, like it. it I hate to say it, like, you're going to hurt yourself even more. Um, in a weird way, it is, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I prefer it, um, not to fall. Yeah, so do I. But <laughs> you should know how, you should know how to fall. <laughs> yeah, if you have to fall, you fall should with know how. grace. Uh, oh no, that was funny. There was no falling with that. style. He fought, that was fucking hilarious, uh, especially the second time. Um, my favorite one is the shotgun explosion, <laughs> like the phosphorus. Oh explosion. my god! Yeah, the fucking Miami. What's that move? Uh, like the over the head kind of shooting. It looked like a video game um, where he's going room to room, and you can oh, see the entire uh, layout. Um, well, like GTA Miami Hotline. Miami Hotline, yeah, GTA also the original. Um, yeah, OG. Oh, that was so badass! That was so cool, and then no, and nobody gets involved there. That's with the dog, where he saves the dog, and then they're like best friends now. Yeah, yeah, um, that was so cool. I love that so much. I, I love it all, though. I mean, but I could see those scenes individually forever. 
uh, it kind of reminds me of Mad Max Fury Road in the same way, where like a lot the action is just so great and very like otherworldly or not otherworldly, but it's things, things I've never seen before. Um, but yeah, I think we're all really strong fans of this movie. I really have not much else to say except to highlight the, the amount of work and expertise and stunt work yeah. that went into this fucking movie. It was insane and it, it paid is. off. Well, so what do we think about the ending? The very ending? Oh, uh, I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's coming back either. I think it's a good way to stop making these movies. Yeah, I, I agree. They I think can definitely retcon a, a chapter 5 if they need to do. I yeah. think, uh, yeah, yeah. But I think I think it was a good way to stop the movies for sure. Um mm-hmm. You you're you already put a lot of work into this world that you also haven't put a lot of like work I won't into. be surprised if he ended up actually dying or something. If, you yeah, know, I, 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 I could go either way with it. I'm I'm happy if he's dead or yeah. happy if he's alive. I don't it doesn't affect me too much. I feel like we got a lot of a lot about him already. Yeah, yeah. We no, did. weren't they <laughs> supposed to be? They were shooting two movies simultaneous, but then they like like chapter four and chapter five, but then they postponed. They like. No, back. they they canceled chapter five. This was yeah. going to be like the ending of this was supposed to be the end of chapter five, basically. So they um, literally could have done a two movies. Well, it, I mean, it was going to be each. four hours, right? But no, I think streamlining it, even though it doesn't feel streamlined, to just one movie instead of two is better, probably ultimately. Yeah. Um, it also doesn't. It also means they don't have to make not to say subpar, but stay with the great action scenes you got. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. put that in the one. You know, put. Oh. I will. I will give also something. Um, all the uh, uh, foreign language that they do and mm-hmm. the subtitles are. I think in, in the action movie and the type of movie that it is, it works so well, and it still does, even from the first one. Um, yeah. Just how the stylizes, you know, and it's just it makes it interesting to. It makes you want to read it. For it kind of you have Man on play. Fire subtitles. Remember that? Oh yeah, a little bit like. Man on Fire had my favorite. Uh, foreign language i mean it's spanish that's so not like i don't know what they're saying right but like <laughs> subtitles in that movie uh every time they're speaking spanish to uh the man on fire um Denzel. it's great they, they, it's a real play of like things it's not just it's not just plain on text you know it kind of runs with the dialogue and it goes up and down with the, it's really great yeah really interactive yeah i feel like for action movies that's like the way to go so you don't you know, I hate to say for the people who just don't like reading anything or seeing anything foreign. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, give them something better to look at, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it works for us, everybody who doesn't really care about it either. But for yeah. sure. All right, I think that's it for John Wick Chapter Four. We all enjoyed it very much. Still in theaters. We'll be there for a bit because it made a lot of money in the weekend. Um, well, no, it's actually in like uh, end of May. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. Oh man, they're coming out these fast and yeah. Fast. Okay, well, still, still in theaters right now, regardless. So, check that out. We're gonna come. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our second film of the evening, which is what, Rob? Tetris. Do, 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 do. Don't, don't. Okay, stay with us. The story of how one of the world's most popular video games found its way to players around the globe. Businessmen Hank, not Hank, Rogers. And Tetris inventor Alex uh, Pajitnov, Pajitnov, sure, joined forces in the USSR, risking it all to bring Tetris to the masses. This is directed by John S. Baird and uh, written by Noah Pink, starring Taron Egerton, Edgerton, whatever, um, uh, Nikita Efremov, um, Toby Jones. Um, let's see who else is, uh, pretty big. I want to say his wife, uh, Ayane Nagabuchi. 
Um, who else? Miles Barrow. Anyways, this is uh, Luke's favorite, one of his favorite topics of movies. Biopic, but we went to Luke earlier, so F him. Oscar, what did you think of Tetris? I would say it's double his favorite, right? Because it's biopic and it's about games. He does a lot of mm. documentaries about games, right? The no clip things he mentions uh, and other things. So this is this is like catnip for Luke, I imagine. <laughs> it should However, be it didn't get me anywhere. It was not catnip for me. I thought this movie was pretty blah. Mm. And I would say it over... Oh, my God. It immensely... And, and this is fine. And this is fine, by the way. This is something I, I, add, I, sh- I think I, I promote. But I didn't like the way they did it. Is that this movie overhypes one small aspect of the true story regarding how Tetris in the in the in the copyrights fashion and how the selling rights and all that shit came about? Uh, because that's what this is about. It's not about the invention of Tetris. It's about showing Tetris to the world, right? Um, is that uh, this movie uh, takes one little aspect of it, sensationalizes the shit out of it, and tries to make a a, a uh, I would say a overdone piece of adventure storytelling. But I do enjoy their like they're, them trying for it because it's hard to make uh, a movie basically about rights interesting or fun. And I think there is a way to do it. It's just like it's just more serious than the fun it's trying to have. This movie is trying to be fun the whole time. Um, and uh, I, I, even though I didn't necessarily hate or love the weird little Tetris animations they have for transitional shots, which were fine, they were fine. You know, um, I would say the main thing, the the only going force of this movie that makes it like a good, I mean, that makes it uh, watchable, is Taron Egerton's like energy. He's just like he's in it, like he's in it. You know, so like he's trying, and he kind of spears the movie all the way. Uh, with his energy, and he does a really good job, even though, again, I don't think it saves the movie necessarily, but it definitely doesn't uh, make it worse. So, um, Yeah, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a man movie. I'm sorry for me. I'm already forgetting details. I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what I think. Who's next? Oh, um, uh, we'll go to Luke last. Um, I right. thought... I thought it was... Um, I guess not as mad as you felt. I felt a little bit higher praise than to the movie, I suppose, that where you're giving it. Um, not that it deserves like amazing praise or anything crazy, but I did. Uh, I did have fun with the movie overall. Um, what's it called? Yeah, like you said, um, I know they're focusing on one thing, and I didn't know what the movie was going to do in the beginning, which was are they creating Tetris and then showing where it went, which they kind of did, which doesn't really ruin it, but. Again, it's uh, more like having the rights for it, and specifically J- Japan's rights, right? Um, and then how like they're involved, and that was—it's cool to see how overall like the party was involved, and just like the, I know there's a lot of his loose, right? But like to see how kind of it came about, right? And like you said, a rights business, a rights deal, thing like that. Uh, some of the characters were very comic booky or comic villainy. Right, um, especially the villains, right? And then um, I do feel like uh, some stuff was like forced in there, but at the same time, it didn't. Um, uh, I guess it's the time, so you can use it. It's like hard to not use it, right? Which is um, the perfect time before you know the collapse of communism or the USSR, yeah. the USSR essentially, right? Um, and stuff of that nature, but it is uh, it's interesting to see it in that aspect, and just uh, how it came about 
uh, overall. But uh, I, I agree with you 100% with uh, Taron Egerton or Egerton or whatever. He uh, he knocks it out of the park. He's really in it. He's uh, He does a really good job. I, he keeps you wanting to see the movie. Um, and like more like be in it, I suppose, right? Um, at least from my perspective. And uh, he is a very worldly, as you find out from the movie, um, like hella worldly. And um, yeah, but I still, I still had fun. I still, I thought it was a fun ride. Uh, I do have issues with like towards the end of the movie um, that I was just like, Ugh, okay, we had to go there. Um, but okay. But other than that, um, yeah, a little bit higher regard. Um, I'd still recommend it to somebody to watch just to see something about Tetris because there's really nothing else about Tetris besides like well, stuff documentaries, like, right? Stuff that well, let's say stuff that is like documentary wise. That's like super specific to like either just video games or they only touch base a little bit on it or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's uh, my thoughts. It's like I said, it's not, it's not horrible. It's not as horrible as I thought as uh, you had seemed to mm-hmm. make it or as meh. I had, I had more fun, I suppose than you did. Yeah. Oscar. Probably. Um, Luke, did you jizz your pants? No, okay. but this movie was way better than I expected it to be. Way better than probably both of I enjoyed it way better than uh, way more than both of you have. So, yeah. Oh. yeah, I thought it was a fun movie. Aside from a couple things like some of the pe- uh, piss poor CGI or the very piss poor interior shots of like the production, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know about. Pit- I, mean, I just felt like it was for the times, right? It's- no, if some of the some of those sets were pretty bland. Uh, from where, like in Russia? It's hard to make a, an exciting movie. I mean, this is basically a paper thriller that yeah. has to be more. They're, yeah. they're all in office buildings and phone calls, right? Isn't that how this is made? Right, right. right. <laughs> like, how exciting can it be? That's my point. They I'm saying you it. can make it. Michael Clayton exists, and that's way more exciting. <laughs> but like, you know. I, I'd, I'd watch Tetris over Michael Clayton. I want to fight, watch fight you right fucking now. I don't, I, Michael Clayton's such a good movie. I don't know what you're talking about. He's fucking. He's just pulling shit movie. out his ass. Uh, it's a really good movie. <laughs> fucking. Crazy. This is better. This is, uh, talk about stakes. The stakes of this one is that he doesn't want to do another job. You know that's what I feel. I feel like, and the movie tries to get you he's there. He's a passionate man. Nah, I'm telling you, his energy it does a lot of work, but it doesn't do enough for me. Um. This is, also, this is kind of a bastardization of what people are going to assume. I mean, people, some, you know, I'm not saying this is like a famous movie, but um, like this is because uh, a lot of people take this way too much in regard. And this is so not what happened. <laughs> this is so right. not what happened. I mean, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, sure but that doesn't well, matter. They had to make a movie, obviously, oh, out of it. I'm well, sure no. some parts happen. First of all, you can make anything interesting if you do it right. Um, possibly. And you're saying it did work for you. I'm just I'm not saying it doesn't to work for nobody. I'm just saying that um, they do a lot of leaps here, and some of them are like the life and death situationness of it is definitely has been overplayed. And they do, uh, they do fucking uh, um, is it Rocky and Bullwinkle? The fuck out of the USSR. They cartoon them. They are cartoon villains, and so is that British conglomerate. Uh, Maxwell. Um, yeah. That guy was a fucking cartoon villain if I ever yeah. saw one. I thought, yeah. the, I, thought, I thought the Russians were Straight just... Out they didn't that They didn't do anything that other people haven't ever done. That's the difference. That's the only difference is the, the, between the Russians that you were saying. I, they didn't feel super, super cartoony. They just felt like, yeah, that's what I expect. Yeah, maybe they're be. not as cartoony as they were in, uh, you know, 
Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Sure. Yeah. That's, but like, that's what makes him mad. It would be fun. Yeah, no, but I, but I also feel like they gave him that whole, like, well, let's beat them at their own game and, you know, mm. you know, stuff, what they do with the, the trading and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, honestly, I would like to know way more about the intricacies of copyright law um, as to how it led to this weird, unique situation regarding yeah. this super famous universal game. Um, that I I also enjoy playing the hell out of, you know. But oh, it's hard to. Have. It's basically a the Tetris game without actually involving Tetris. Um, movie. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I I feel like there's there's a lot in there they left. Um, I want to know what you liked about it specifically, Luke. Uh, just the plot of it. The whole thing, just trying to you know uh, go against. Uh, you know, obviously the Russians at one point. Then you have the the bidding at company one point, at half the movie. You mean? <laughs> then you have like the Maxwell Corporation, and mm-hmm. you know them. Then you have like the CEO's son trying to you know prove his to his father he's he can do it, but his father's got other shit going on behind the scenes. Then you got that other guy that secured the rights the first time. That's kind of fucking around with what he can and cannot technically sell. Just a lot of stuff going on. Okay, so do you just do you like this more than? Because I'm trying to think. Like it's very plotty, um, just to get to some like sensational stuff. But like, you just like. Is it because it's? Did you read? Like, do you know that? Like, is it because it's Tetris that you like this particular plot? Because uh, I feel like it's like. It's really cookie cutter to me. I don't really see how it's different from anything else, or a lot of anything else's. Um, not everything, but like, I'm trying to see. Like, do you have a personal affinity to the story? No, I knew nothing about the story until this movie. Oh man, I thought you have seen no. it already, like no. book and touches or something. Because no. you're the guy who would. And I'm saying, out of the three of us, you're the one who would. That's I mean, you're I, not wrong. But yeah. so I thought maybe you knew something. No, but it's something that just it hit all the right spots with me. Hmm. Were you high or something? Was that, that? Stone Cold Sober, sorry. baby. Stone Cold Sober. No, I know you're you're pretty sober. All right. Um, I don't have anything to say unless we get into spoilers. But I'm not assuming here. You guys want to say something? No, we can go into spoilers. It's like our first time. All right, yeah. let's go into spoilers for what is this? Tetris starting. <laughs> Right now. I did that on purpose, by the way. <laughs> okay, you're not doing a good job, but I want you to try to sell me on why this movie is good. You I and Rob, had, because you both like the movie. I just had fun watching it. It was just a good mix of things that I like. Wait, but we, we try to sell our point of view, right? So biopic. So. so it made a nice, convincing story. Aside, the things I didn't like is some of the poor CGI and some of the really bad production I don't know what CJ you're talking about, though. What, what do you oh, mean? Oh, like there's that? times where they're like walking by a building and you're like, yep, that looks like it's pretty CGI'd. Oh, like or, a superimposed oh, shot or something? Like yeah, that. things like that. Like they With like the in. Kremlin and shit in the background or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind like the Tetrix block buildings. That was kind of like. Honestly, I didn't know too closely, it, but I'm sure you're right, though. Okay. It, it had to I'm, be. I'll, I'll buy that. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I don't know. I think they do well. Pause this. Um, I think they do well, like uh, 
a good job of telling you how certain cultures act and how would you have to deal with them right mm-hmm. um okay. in my opinion like the japanese they're very you know like the way he speaks to the japanese um the when he's talking to the head of nintendo right at the time or he's just trying to sell on that part of like sell him the thing and he makes all these references he's like i need to win him i need to win win right but at the same time he knows well i can't just give you things right so they try to make a deal somewhere later um and stuff like that it's uh it's also it's not just like how american culture i guess it is like because he is very much an american salesman like i see i feel like it is like he's trying to upsell something um or trying to get this idea going right mm-hmm. um and i feel like same thing with the russian thing they're so like especially the, and they're in those times like again it's just the only, it's like a good and bad thing because we know that's how they are or that's how they were but because you know they hate capitalism um and everything has to go to the state but like at the same time it's yeah it felt i know it felt more comic booky to you but the fact that they were also trying to get their their comeuppance the thing that i hated there was more of the one guy trying to get his money and it was like how much k like five hundred thousand right three hundred thousand not to mention the chase scene the chase scene at the end was the most that's the the, 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 the worst, silliest thing I saw. That the I worst sin of the movie, probably. I would agree. That's actually what, what I hate about the movie. Might have been a little hokey, but hey. And they no, even went into a cartoon. Right now, that's it. what like, I literally. That's, that's what I hate about the movie. But what I'm saying, <laughs> when it comes to like this, like how people react and how you have to speak to people, and how he and I, I again, this is all based on what's his name, um, Taron, right? Yeah, uh, or Hank. Um, which, by the way, I, by the way, I thought they were saying his name wrong the whole time until like someone actually said his name is like I saw a name badge and it actually said Hank, and I was oh, like, shit. oh, it is Hank, like not Hank. Yeah, she's <laughs> like with Danish or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I those little things work. Um, what's ho- little hokey is like superimposing this thing about like maybe the creator of Tetris was also like, you know anti-communism sure right and he wanted to create all these things and he was part of these parties that they want to join up and all these things right but it, it is the same thing when he makes these like there's like little references that kind of like bring up things that you've seen in past movies or past um just in past things where they're like they talk about like have you have you tried to say no to an american they're so badgering they're so like in front of you know like they're 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 just continuous on you on top of you it's hard to say no to them it's just i'd rather just say no to them to shut up you know that's what he invites them over in a weird way right and stuff like that there's little things that like kind of make the movie work better in my opinion for me that i know probably didn't work for you too hokey too much of these things um but i thought it worked Mm -hmm. out uh, my biggest gripe, like I said, was the end with that the whole chase scene. I didn't like that at all. Um, and I also feel like that just felt very like, like I'm the kid leaving, like a very 80s movie, I guess, right? Um, and then I also didn't like the the comic book villain of the the big company who actually owned the was trying to get the rights of the what's, what's that big fat guy Maxwell? Maxwell, yeah, Maxwell. That guy. Oh my god, I hated every bit of that guy about that guy, and also like how fucking daft can you be when you see the guy literally destroying records and you're like oh, i think nothing of it you know like yeah that was weird, that was like a weird that, scene like why even have that scene 
That was so weird. Right. It, it, it was like they were trying to beat it over us. Like, we knew he was bankrupt. We knew he was corrupt already. Like, it just, like did it matter? Like, come on. World enough. He basically just Enron. needs uh, two uh, sacks, uh, like a burlap sacks with the dollar sign on it. They basically I, did I mean, he was missing. I, right. At that point, he really was. Right. You're, you're absolutely wrong. Also, like, and I feel like uh, we just throw the word, like, and I'm sure he was a billionaire, but we just throw the word billionaire around. Like, yeah. you know, especially during those times also. Um, not that it, people weren't, but it's just you know. Besides the point, um, I like I do don't I don't like those parts. But what I do, I don't know. I think the movie really, since it kind of just focuses on Hank Rogers, he drives the movie, and every every, mo- every good portion portion of the movie is those. Like, and it would just work. He has out the for- best bits, like that Game Boy scene. All that Game Boy scene, and like all those little moments good. of like. They even just of realizing or a new yeah. moment and like the actual Tetris effect that he said I couldn't think of. I couldn't that was think probably of the best planets. nostalgic moments of the movie is the Game Boy scene. Yeah, the Game Boy scene is a really good scene, but it's also like when he has this like nostal- this this thing about when he's explaining why he wants to sell this game, which is the beginning of the movie also, and he's talking about he's like I haven't stopped seeing falling blocks. That's an actual thing that happens to people who play Tetris a lot, who like put, who just can't get Tetris out of their head. They just dream of. It's called the Tetris effect. It just dreams of fall blocks falling down, like they're just like playing Tetris. Yeah, I did that. That happened to me when I played a shit ton of DDR. Right, well, I said it was arrows. Right, exactly. It's the same, arrows everywhere. Same thing with Tetris. So, and I, I feel like those those little moments that he has make make the movie feel, I guess, in a weird nostalgia, believable. Yeah, and like those things, and it works out. And um, uh, and you just root for him. It's just shitty that it ended that way. That's where I don't like like i said i know luke likes it more i didn't really care about the whole cg thing that he was having issues with because the movie was very playing every time they transferred over i like those scenes when they transferred over and they show the blocks and then they would go into no, the, that, that was not the issue that was fine with me no he's talking yeah. about the the like where he's in an iconic place and how it clearly looks like it's not in that place right now that's yeah. what he's talking about i, I oh. guess but the movie's like kind of like seen through a lens of like we're in the past it's a glossy yeah, film. It's a it's, glossy movie. Yeah, so that's where I was just like, it's like that's like the least of my worries. I already know I'm there. You didn't have to do anything else. Like you know, right. there's little moments like that that make the movie kind of just keep you upbeat in a movie that needs to keep pushing forward. A little long, nothing crazy, but like I said, just it probably could have been a tight one thirty, one forty five max, mm-hmm. shy of two hours, of two minutes, two hours. Like, but it's just like, like I said, I still have fun with it. Um, that I feel like they they put on more stuff like him being a good dad like okay that's cool or him trying to be a good dad <laughs> like every good businessman sacrifices his family right that's what I hate to say but like okay yeah yeah that was pretty trying I feel like it needs throw- a redemption arc yeah yeah it's just like there's little things that do push on it but it's like it's it's nothing a, nothing right. killed me nothing felt like oh it's so overplayed it's just I thought that was overplayed as fuck <laughs> from that, sure that was I was but nothing I felt. Mean, like it was so much that I that well, I'm the thing is that either it. either it's substantial or it isn't, and they just introduce it just to pay it off at the very end when he succeeds. Yeah, and they kind of drop it for long periods of time. Again, that's not what the movie's about. But yeah. like, is it substantial? Or is it not? Either make make it about them or they're not. No, I, and I, and like, I agree. Hey, what movies do that in general? So yeah, like peeve. So no, no. Okay. Um, well, that's because that's that's probably why it it, it affects you more, right? Because you have this, sure. yeah, for sure. I'm I think age. we're I think we're just. At least on my end, I'm way more relaxed on those things, and not not for everything. Don't get me wrong. I've been 
I've been moved through movies that are even good that I'm just like, I just, this feels so, so tropey to me. And even that, that, that that's just things that for me as well. Right. I just, it reminds me about, you guys were talking about avatar and the frame rates changes and stuff like that. It kind of, just kind of like an inverse of that. Like, yeah, it bother me. So. I didn't really see much of it. And you guys notice it every time. Right. So it was for me with these uh, tropes. Yeah. Similar situation. Yeah. Like, I couldn't um, but as I said, I don't love the movie. I like it. Um, and I still had, I still had overall fun with the movie, even though I have, I do have my problems with the movie. Like I said, imagine this movie if, like, if it takes out all the adventure stuff and tries to like really focus in on like the differences of the cultures of these rights that he's chasing down, and like, what are those differences, and what does he have to practice, what does he have to learn, and how do you yourself would have to learn or practice in a different land, right? I think all that could have been way more fun if they just stuck to kind of things like that, make it interesting that way. Uh, personally, I think that would have been original and kind of fun too. Yeah. Um, as far as Tetris goes, like I don't really see the need for this movie in general. Um, I, that's not a, a real issue here. I'm just personally speaking here. I, I'm not, I feel- you know, you can make a movie about anything. There's that famous movie with uh, Greg Kinnear about windshield wipers. Oh yeah, I never seen right. I feel like this movie and that movie feel similar. I never seen that movie, so yeah. I don't know for real. But it feels similar in the sense <laughs> like it's just like about something. Yeah. That no one really is asking for. I hear you. you know? I. Uh, I think the. I think. But you can make a movie about anything. I think what I would have liked as the ending is that they just do it in like a post, like right before the credits roll of like, oh well, the they still own the rights to Tetris, the company, and they're still putting out products. Like I would have been, it would have been cool to almost see the scene if you would have played pay off the family angle of like, well, we continued with Tetris throughout the life that we're continuing to push out treacherous as we going. And it would have right. been a cool scene to see like, you know, like mother, like father, like daughter. And we stayed together and we did all these things. Right. Right. That would have been cool. A, bit, a better payoff than just a text scene or mm-hmm. than this chase scene that we didn't need. But yeah, but, um, I just felt that felt like really played out. Like where we, we need to f- tell you where we are in the world right now, what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> It's 1984, 85. Like, it's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Um, all right. Any last words, Luke? I feel like I defended it more than you did, Luke. The man created Hexic, and I will never forgive him for that. That game was addictive as shit. That sounds like a good thing. It was. Don't you still Super play Cookie Clicker? No, Hexic. Oh, Hexic. No, Super Hexagon I know of. It's another type of like puzzle type game. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to call that the review of Tetris. That's on Apple TV Plus if you so wish to incline to watch it. I said too many words there. So Anyway, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to review our last film of the evening, which is part of our anniversaries marathon. So 10 years ago to the, this year, what came out? The Grandmaster. That's right. Stay with us and find out. Ip Man's peaceful life in Foshan changes after Gong Yutian seeks an heir for his family in southern China. Ip Man then meets Gong Er, who challenges him for the sake of regaining her family's honor. After the Second Sino-Japanese War, Ip Man moves to Hong Kong and struggles to provide for his family. In the meantime, Gong Er chooses the path of vengeance after her father was killed by Masan. This is all historical facts, so besides the point, this is the Grandmaster 2013, Wong Kar the Grandmaster. Um, obviously, talking about Ip Man here, um, if you didn't know that already. Ip Man is played by uh, Tony Leung, or right? Tony Leung. 
Leon, Chu uh, Wai also at the very end. Uh, Zi Zheng, uh, Jin Zheng, uh, Cheng Zhen uh, are the basically. Oh, uh, well, Cheng Zhen is Razor, but yeah, we'll go to that one later. That's a cool fight. So, by the way, um, which uh, there's a lot of cool fights in this movie. Um, this is my pick of uh, decades, right? 2013. Um, I remember the yeah. Grandmaster when it came out, and I want to say we saw the Chinese version when it came out. Oscar, we were talking about the different versions that had, that had come out of this movie. I want to say there's overall three versions of this movie. Um, I think there is a... Yeah, original was um, in the Hong Kong version. Um, there was one that came out in the Berlin Festival that was uncut or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it had and they had taken out some scenes, sorry, the, between a, a fight in Hong Kong with a challenger. And then but both apparently, according to this original version of that, Berlin one have a crucial segment that made all three main characters' journey feel incomplete. So the movie was rumored to be four hours long, <laughs> but he's not releasing a fourth hour. So essentially the three versions are the Grandmaster original, one 23-minute cut released in Berlin, a 30, 130-minute domestic cut released to the Chinese audience, and a 108-minute linear cut put by the Weinstein Company, which is the one I bought because that's the only one I could buy. Yeah, um, you'd have to get literally like a, if you want the Blu-ray copy, you'd have to go like an overseas region-free type of copy. So the first version I've seen is the 130 domestic cut to the Chinese audience. That's mm-hmm. the one I've seen. Originally, um, the one we I did for review purposes for this one is the Weinstein cut. And don't get me wrong, I've seen this movie. This is my third or fourth time, fourth maybe, maybe fourth. Oh, okay. So um, for sure, third. I want to say fourth, but I want to say I've seen the Weinstein cut twice. I know for sure, twice. Because um, I remember I was like, "Am I crazy or did I make up a scene?" Like a big scene, <laughs> there's a fight scene that doesn't, you know, that doesn't exist in the Weinstein cut at all. Yeah, uh, which we'll talk about more later because I know you're the one who I think saw. Which version did you watch? I've only seen the the two ten, the the one thirty two, the Chinese cut. The I've Chinese only cut. seen that one. I never oh. seen. The, I, I looked at the excerpts on YouTube of what I missed. What, what yeah. was the changes? Yeah, and that's all I've seen. I never seen the actual American cut. Yeah, the American cut changes a big a big scene that mm-hmm. feels left out, feels incomplete, and I uh, and I will agree. And maybe um, maybe uh, it did a little disservice for Luke here. This is his first watching, right? This is first, first watch ever, right? <laughs> like I said, the first view I saw, I remember very uh, very much so with the the scenes that they had, and we'll talk more about that Oscar. Um, obviously, we're just in spoilers all, to, all together, right? Yeah, it should be said this is an older so, pick, so not a new movie, so we're going to spoil it from off the bat. What? Um, I Luke? thought it was my first time watch for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you seen this before? I saw it, but I never. I one of you guys was watching this movie, and I came in and I started watching. Probably it like, me. Probably, probably me. like halfway through because I remember the ending. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So yeah. Um, Interesting. And I don't know if the, the, the now in your version, I didn't remember this is watching it this time because it's been easily over five six years since I've seen the last time, the Grandmaster. Um. And I can't remember to if I if it was, um, if I can't remember the movie always felt like they had like that slow motion cut the whole the whole movie, like that slow motion like uh, I don't know if you felt, I don't know if you noticed this. I know there's a lot of it, but I felt like the whole movie in this particular time, I felt like it was like almost played throughout the whole movie. Like there's that slow motion like panning, you know, and stuff like that. Um, like if we're in the past at all times, which we are, I know we are, but. Um, I don't uh, remember it so pronounced as this one. Did you feel that way, Luke? 
for this viewing? Like it was really pronounced that slow motion, like oh my god, panning. dude, I yeah. had to stop and make sure my TV settings were good. Right, right. Why? Oh, you're talking about that kind of. That's a different kind of. There's two kinds of slow motion that the movie does. There is. One yes, is that broken up one where yeah. like oh, every that, fifth oh. shot, every fifth uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shot or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, it's an effect. No, it's not um, fact. I know. Trophy and then there are some who doing insane. the fight scenes. Doing the fight scenes, though, they were different. They were actual slow motion. They were actual slow motion. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the cut stuff. Like oh. what, what, that's also the Chinese one, right? Am I correct? The, the yeah, they, both, they have it on both. Yeah. Right, right. I just forgot how pronounced it was. I just. Well, I, actually, I don't know the American one. But. Well, I guess. Yeah, they remember, I just forgot. I got it. I just forgot how pronounced it was. Um, this time around, don't get me wrong. Yeah, um, definitely his style. One cover. What, what I like about this movie compared to like, and I hate to compare it to the Ip Man's, but it really is because Ip Man has a four movies to just kind of spread it all out and just break down exactly what happens in his time frames, right? Um, yeah, and also it, it it wants to be an action movie. This movie is trying to be a love story. This one, exactly. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, right. so that's where we're going with this. I, this movie is a love story. Um, right. And it is very much a love story, and it's a love story for two things. Um, he is his love, love of martial arts. arts. His love of martial yeah. arts. Is, no, <laughs> it, well, no, and no, and they, they explain it in the beginning of the movie, and um, it's, it's 40 years of him basically doing martial arts. Is I have nothing to do. I'm rich, right? I'm wealthy. I'm I've wealth. Yeah, yeah. And I've learned martial arts for forty years, basically mastering my thing, uh, my craft, right? And to going into the, his his finally like actually having to show his craft, right? And then falling in love with. Don't get me wrong. He's already married and has kids, right? <laughs> but he falls in love with um, what's it called a, a northern group, right? A northern group's uh, daughter who is uh, very formidable and they have this tit for tat throughout the whole movie of like um, them having uh, obviously like they're obviously like, like each other or very much so mm-hmm. love each other in a weird way, but they can't progress anything further for the fact that well, one's married and you know, there's a couple of stuff and then the war happens and you know, a lot of things end up happening that doesn't end up happening for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, what I like about this movie a lot is just, the way it's portrayed of how his like how everything kind of fell in place, and they yes we kind of like fast forward through a lot of parts, which tends to happen, but it's also like very um, his style of of it's so simple, but it's used for everything, right? Everything he he can use everything to either to attack or defend. Um, everything's about I know they they make fun of him because yeah, seventy two palms, sheath, um, yeah, what is it? Cut, st- I don't remember, and the pin. Pen, the pen one, yes. Yeah. So, and it's very and it's very simple, right? But he can use all three. It's it's a three trick pony, as someone calls it, right? He can use all three to kind of just do anything you know, to defend, to attack, to all of them. Man. To yes, if you wanted to. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's it's a very interesting technique. Um, but watching him, and I see it's 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 weird to see uh, Tony uh, Tony Leung. Uh, to to see him because I'm so used to watching uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, my my brain doesn't like. Donnie Yen is the iconic. Yes. Is is the iconic? But I think he plays a good uh, plays a good one. And I love oh, when yeah. this movie starts, um, and just like the rain and it's always raining. Um, there's a couple of rain stuff. Yeah. There is a couple of rain stuff. But and one snow, starts. which is technically just frozen rain, right? Right. Exactly. There you go. And it's it's really well done. But the it's the story about these two who kind of like are just can't get together, but they, I know they, they almost belong together and they could be like this biggest thing ever, like this, this entity in China and especially for Chinese um, martial arts. Um, if they were to get together, 
Um, but alas, it's not meant to be. And uh, the fact that how he f- does this thing, one of my favorite scenes is still him going against the, the Grandmaster, which is the North guy, his, the father of, um, what's her name, of, uh, Gonger, mm-hmm. right? Um, who is Who does this, like, uh, this whole thing. Well, if you can just break this biscuit, like, or this, this bread, well, we'll call it. You'll, you'll win, right? Yeah. And uh, if you paid attention to it before and if you know anything about uh, Chinese culture or Chinese uh, martial arts, that he uh, took Tai Chi, right? And he's mastered Tai Chi as well as his his stuff. And uh, it's all about this energy, right? This energy and flow of like, do you have what it takes? Like, are you, yes, you're, you're physically, you can do things, but can you mentally and be in this like aura space kind of thing, right? Energy ways and just the way how he does it. And it's very well. And I love all the conversations they have. It's all in idioms, right? And, and stuff like that. It's just like showing that, yes, I'm not only uh, physically strong or in, in martial arts strong, but it's also mentally wise as well. Um, going mm. in that aspect, and I love that. I, I love that from this movie a lot. It's showing. It's not just like showboating, and it's not just like I know better than you, but it's like showing each other's intellect and knowing where we are, and giving each other like, yes, this may happen, but this, this you know, it's very Chinese uh, culture. Um, it doesn't feel tropey because it's just that's how it is for them. Um, and I, I love this movie. I love the the fight scenes. I love the uh, just the way it's shot. Of course, um, the, for the fights and stuff like that. Um, what I do, what I did notice in this in this uh, American version, this is what they skip out is. I'm pretty sure they show all four of his seasons, right, in the movie, Oscar. No, uh, well, no, uh, because when the war starts, he's like, because before the war begins, he says that um, spring. My it's first like, forty yeah. years were spring. I'm about, yeah. you know, now it's time. Now it's the next season, and then we go into. And then winter. when the war starts, it says winter. It never goes away from that. It doesn't go away from that. No, they don't say it anyway. He doesn't say it. I could have sworn he says he starts something else at the end of. The I think he mentioned it twice. Maybe I'm not sure, but okay. I don't remember there being like actually like a four season. Like no, 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 no like yeah, fall yeah. or summer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think he realizes. I could have sworn he does change later on in his thing. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Kidding. You're good. You're good. And uh, yeah, so that's that's a uh, there is a pivotal scene where we're missing in the American version, which I, I call it on Luke to go back and watch it. At least look it up what he's missing out on. Uh, 20 minutes of it. But um, I, I dig this movie a lot for just um, storytelling. Um, action, of course, because, you know, I'm a sucker for that shit. And, um, and just like uh, overall his like it's like this life that he's all these tr- trials that he's gone through to be able to show off and like also, just kind of like the fact that Wing Chun still exists from one man. It's, it, it kind of stayed with one man for the longest time, you know? And for it to just still exist and not be lost. And that's something that's shown in the movie that just martial arts just get lost or gets absorbed into something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that his stands out, why does his get to stand out? Um, and it's obviously the man, uh, it man, just being able to like weather everything and then show it off. Um, Luke, I know what Oscar thinks about this movie. So, Luke, what did you just Okay, that's, <laughs> that was a very lengthy one. Okay, so first full viewing of this movie for a movie with a guy IP man, you know, not a lot of intellectual property. Please tell me you have more. <laughs> All right, no, uh, beautifully shot. 
especially those fight scenes, amazing. Uh, obviously, I had issues with those little slowdown flashback scenes, which drove me nuts and had to check all my settings on my TV. Then I had to double check it on my phone. Then I had to check it on my iPad to make sure this is how it played on every single version. Oh, my God. Because I needed to make sure it That's was so tearing extra. me up inside. That's, That's the difference so between us. I'm that willing the, to. That is my. I'm willing to gripe. watch. I'm willing to watch uh, deleted scenes of a movie, thinking that's the real movie, <laughs> then check everything at the moment something happens. Yeah, you know, of I, course. I talk about Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me. By the way, yeah, <laughs> remember that, guys? I gave yeah. you guys the deleted scenes, thinking oh it was the God. movie. I remember. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyways, a uh, lot of just amazing fight scenes. Some of them was like. Just the choreography of them was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes it was like just fight this guy, but the other times it was just like it's like a dance, and it was just mm, crisp. Yeah, like oh, amazing, amazing. And there's one really good fight scene that you're missing out on, by the way. Oh man, better than what's that the fight scene? Fight scene? It's the one with um. They do one more fight scene with uh, him and her. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I got the opium version, so they cut that short. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess what, let me see what I'm, this one is the, the, the one I got. So I've actually also never seen any of the Ip Man movies. So this is. Really? You've never oh, seen really? any of them? Wow. So, yeah, you can sorry. skip four because he goes to the United States, but watch the first three. They're really good. Wow. I've only seen the first two, I think. Actually, I, I kind of want to watch them all, but like, as, but I also know. I want to say I've yeah. seen two, three, and four in theaters, but not oh, wow. Really. I, I'm a big guy for this. I got I like these type of movies. I've always have. No, yeah, they're 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 more classic classic wuxia action films. Yeah, for sure. And this is a wuxia movie, the Grandmaster, but it happens to also be a love story too. It's definitely more of a blend. Yeah, but that's one car wise style too, though. I mean, right. we we saw we reviewed the Chunking Express mm-hmm. doing that, which did. also reminds you of like it yeah. shows you his style of how. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that shows the the, the, the stilted editing that yeah, very much so. TV for it. Right, right. I already knew that was I I knew it was Creative Liberty. I just couldn't remember if it was like the whole movie felt like it. I just right. I just didn't. no right. It was just parts of it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know who was talking, but so, Luke was gushing over the movie. Yeah, really good, really good. And I got obviously I watched the American version, so mm-hmm. no, yeah, I right. got the things and all the. Yeah, we'll talk about that ending. Um, for sure. Because I remember I was like, oh, that's so bad. Um, uh, obviously, uh, I'm with Raf on this. I love this movie. We gushed the shit out of it on our original podcast, which was called Everything is Opinionated back then. And I remember, I remember, I even remember Luke like talking about like, man, I gotta see this movie. Obviously, he didn't cut to this week. He's finally saw it. Um, but like, cause we were gushing a lot about it. He's like, those episodes still exist out there? They're somewhere. I have them somewhere. I could have sworn we downloaded this movie, didn't we? To watch it? I'm pretty sure I did. I was pretty sure I was insistent right. on that. I, I, I'm pretty sure we were both were, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those like, how, what? Huh? Yeah. This movie's out? Like, how? Yeah. This one, I have no I have no qualms over, uh, you know, being a privateer. Yeah. You know yeah. Um, to to get the good copy. And I've only seen the good copy. And um, I, I love Wong Kar Wai. This is my, maybe like the fourth of his movies I've seen. Uh, I haven't seen that many, obviously, but um, so is, it is Wong Kar Wai, not Kar Wai Wong. 
Yeah, they say it differently. Um, I can't they say the it. last name first, basically. I think or something like that, and uh, in in the Chinese credits, uh, or or maybe Asian in general. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on anything. I just know that um, I first heard his name pronounced as Wong Kar Wai, and every time I hear it in interviews and uh, or or podcasts talking about him, they always say the same thing. So I kind of go with it. Um, no, 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 I, I just say because really that's how know. that's how IMDb has it as Kar Wai Wong, in that order. Uh, right. Um, anyway, so this movie, uh, it is a wuxia film disguised, or yeah, disguised as a love story, which is no the other way around. It's a love story disguised as a wuxia film. That's what I should say. Yeah. Um, and you, and you, and I think someone said it earlier, but it is a wuxia film that's where like the love story is the love of the arts, the love of the martial arts. Mm-hmm. Remember, and I think this movie above any other martial arts movie I've ever seen, um, and I've seen many. <laughs> I think this one really, really puts an emphasis on the arts of martial arts. Mm-hmm. Like it really gives you this perspective of like, it is not just the learnings. It is not just the practice. It isn't the teachings. It is also the person. In this case, yeah. the man. But like, but also Gong Her too, you know, she, it's the her too. Yeah. And like, it's about the arts of it. There's a reason it's called arts. And mm-hmm. that reason is portrayed in the movie without ever telling it to you. Yeah, it's without ever like, smiling it or saying anything to the camera. They just show it to you. It, it's like a blessing in disguise that he was. Um, mm-hmm. He was a one in a million kind of guy and, and, and the talents of this kind of thing. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, you know, anybody could have just wasted their, their that, 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 that yeah. uh, livelihood that he had, you know? And he just yeah, yeah. chose to dedicate himself for it. That's crazy. Right. And the second thing is. The love of this, uh, of, well, between, I would say there is a love going on between Gunger and um, Ip Man. Mm-hmm. And obviously, both of them are never going to, and they never do, and they're not going to ever, like, I feel like the, an American version of this movie, like a true American made version of this movie, they would totally have, like, an affair and all that. Right. Like, they would never do that. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. It's not happening. No, it's not. Um, the movie very purposely kind of shows you when they introduce Ip Man's wife, they introduce her very respectfully. And I like think that of her, and then kind of like drops her until that one scene in the portrait, you know, or like background and stuff like that. But like not much because it's not about her, and the movie kind of makes it explicit. But they kind of give her her due in the sense, like, yeah, he's not like a fair, he's not going to go against her. He's not going to disrespect her by doing this. And he already feels this. It's already the disrespect's already there by feeling these feelings for him in many ways, and that dance. Their one tryst is in front of everyone in that beautiful fucking brothel that they're in. Yeah. Where, um, oh, that was a brothel? Yeah, that was a brothel. Nice. There's other things, too. Did you know that? Uh, they said that. Yeah, I think they said that. Did they, uh, they, I, they, they did, I, yeah. I think they did. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they did. I, so I watched this with my wife, and she was like, that brothel, <laughs> she's like, that place is really ornate. <laughs> oh, ornate is fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the super one they didn't want to break anything in. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And we're also, he has to go against the other masters to prove right. himself to be the one to fight the, the northerner. Yeah. Right. Which they had chosen for, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, that scene is the one that where they can't break anything. The 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 one fight he loses, which by the way he gives to her. I mean, no, one thousand. He goes yeah. down to save her when he didn't need to. Right, he exactly. Winning. He would have won. He would have won. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. You know, um, he had a soft spot and a hard spot for her. Yeah, that's my point. That's the soft spot. That's exactly what it is. And like that's his crack in the movie. It never gets exploited, but it is a crack in the sense of like. There is like a, a, a feelings going on here. Um, 
And it's, it's a beautiful scene. It's, it means something completely different than any other fight scene in the movie. And the opening fight scene in the rain means something completely different from the rest of the movie, which is to say it is a highlight of this powerful man. And it shows you in the light of this dark, super rainy with the brim hat, the iconic hat. It becomes iconic by the end of the movie. It really does, yeah. Uh, of him fighting all these, all these guys. And then compared to the last scene, you know, and all the other times, sometimes he fights to show off, to gain the information or to gain respect of the person he's talking to. He's talking about the cigarette guy, you know, to do the post thing when he's, um, this is post Japan and the invasion. He's, um, there's that one little scene where he's talking to that older man who also was a martial artist Mm -hmm. or is still, I don't know how they consider it. Um, and he's like, I don't smoke, but, but if I'm offered one, I'm never not going to take it. And if I offer one, it's disrespectful to not take it. He talks about that. And he offers, it meant a smoke and they both do this exaggerated wusha style version stylized version of him taking on the cigarette get ready to take the light and the guy bringing the light to him and in that time they shows not just that he's respecting him by accepting the cigarette but that they are both experts in their martial arts field mm-hmm. um and then he says the uh, the line about like if i was 20 years younger i would love to challenge you Right, you know, like that. Right, and, yeah. that's, like, that's, and that's a callback to the, the Tai Chi so thing with the Grandmaster kind of at the time. Right. Yeah, of course, it's it's a fantastic scene. Yeah, it's it's so little, it's so little to show, but it's this thing, right? And it's like, oh shit, I respect you. That's some good. That's some good stuff right there. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. And this movie also is about, and this is more mildly, it's about moving with the times. And what do you guys feel like this movie has to say about that? Because the the main the bad guy, what's his name again? Um, the quote unquote bad guy, Gong, not Gong. Um, that is um, it's like S. There's an S in there, or yeah, I feel like saying Salazar. I know it's not that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a. Watch, there's no S in there. It is uh, Masan, right? Masan? Sounds right. Okay. I'll go with that. Um, I only remember two names. <laughs> the main two. Um, yeah, his Masan. perspective on, 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 you know, he's like, the, he's a northerner. He's the it man was supposed to challenge before the war interrupts the whole thing. He never challenges him, ever. That's insane. What a fight well, that could have happened. Right. The, the whole thing was essentially, he becomes the Grandmaster just without, just without the title. Mm-hmm. He takes it over by beating, by being able to destroy that biscuit thing or that fucking bread. Yeah, yeah, he becomes I, a, I a, a, fush, a, fush, <laughs> a fushan. Um, in fushan, for sure, he is. He is, yeah, he's but the like, grandmaster of the south. And this, and this friendly, but not friendly, you know, challenge from the yeah. north. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's, a, I'm sure there's a lot of context here that if I was born in either side, either north or south of, of China, mm-hmm. I would understand much more in this history. I don't know. I have that history. I don't know for real what I'm missing here. Yeah. But there's something in there for sure. Yeah. But um, that makes it more important of uh, this yeah. match. Um, but it wasn't like a life or death match. Um, but it becomes one with Gonger and the war regarding like uh, this guy's betrayal of his master, mm-hmm. leading to his death. You know, and I love that move that his master Gonger's father uses on him. That that same move that she uses to kill not not to kill him, but to defeat him in that train scene. That was the same move. You guys noticed that? Yes, it was. Yeah, same it was move. beautiful. Oh, that's the finishing move that they have. That was yeah. the finishing move. Yeah, the, the one that was could, so good. The one Masan couldn't actually do himself. Right. Yeah. What was it called? Um, shit. Uh, the uh, the monkey reaches for a booze or something. 
Something like that. There's a monkey reaching something. Oh, that was the one with numbers in it. Never mind. No, they'll the have names. Monkey. Maybe it wasn't a monkey. Maybe it was like a badger or something. The no, badger no, reaches. No, no, no monkey, model. monkey. Oh, the monkey hangs up his badge. Hangs up his badge. Old right. monkey hangs up his badge. Yeah. Right. And the, the the key seeing is the secret is to turn back. Is to turn back. Yes. Right? Is the, back, yeah. and the and it's right. And he's and he interprets it wrong when he gives it to him. Right. When he gives yeah. when he says that to him, it's he's interpreting it wrong, saying like you're not you're not the next person to take over the, the the whole taking over thing, right? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. It's literally in the move. It's that part where you turn back. That's the trick. You got to follow through with that trick. That's where the power comes from. Yeah. And that's what he's saying. And the, the daughter knew the whole time. Yeah. And oh, she, then, she knew. Yeah. And that goes, and she goes undefeated to her end. And that was a very sad ending because uh, this, this movie is really about legacy. Also a lot of it about legacy and lost history. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of lost history. A lot, a lot of lost history. You're right. Yeah. And she doesn't have any errors or anything. She loses that right essentially for marriage and a, and a, and a, and a career, I guess, part of it. Yeah. Um, but it's also revenge. like her regaining that meant everything though. Her regaining her her father's work meant everything to obviously her and her family. Even if it went lost, sadly, yeah. right? It is a it is that thing. Like, yeah, we're selfish and we would want to know it, right? And for that to go away and to continue to be yeah. caught, but it's also a thing of like it got stolen from her to begin with. You know, I feel like I feel like um, have you have you has anyone everyone here seen the Bronx Tale? Yes, look, uh, okay, good job. Um, anyway, watch well, maybe movies. maybe you'll remember. Is it the Jackie yeah. Chan one? No, that's no, that's a the that's Bronx a story. Bronx story. Yeah. Very close though. This is the one by with directed by Robert. I, I just thought like it's a uh, yeah, we know what, we know what you were saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I wasn't trying to be like oh, it's a martial arts another martial arts movie. If this if this movie was set with characters in that setting in in the Bronx, uh, it meant would say about Gunger wasted talent, yeah. like. You know, in a sad way, not in a bad way, not like I'm insulting no, her. Absolutely, but like not. it is kind of like a wasted time. Like is she kind of, there is this diminishing returns to her, to her journey. Yeah, that she knows full well going in, and they have that wonderful conversation, almost anti heat style. Yeah, where like they have this conversation after all is said and done, they do a flashback of where they show you that fight scene in the train that she wins the guy over, yeah, beats uh, the guy, um, and they have this little moment. And they both acknowledge that's, that's all they have. And yeah. that's all they'll ever have. And he's trying to preserve this as he's starting his own legacy with his own school and shit. Correct, yes. And it's it's a beautiful, heartbreaking scene. Yeah. Well, that, that also says about the, um, about the ch- times are changing, right? We're in Hong Kong mm-hmm. now. Even, yeah. the, even the right-hand man of the old master, but now her the right-hand barber, man, the right? Barber? <laughs> uh, I guess, right? The, he comes the barber, right? The guy who has the monkey? Oh no no not that guy sorry no no, no, no. Okay, no. the guy who has a monkey who's a gonger is like right yeah, yeah. person <laughs> or ad- advisor whatever right um, yeah. even he says it like no one like that's a that's a that's a thing that you did for yourself the times are different like we can move forward from here we can rebuild we can mm-hmm. show off the thing and and you know she says it to herself she's like yeah I I know it's easy for us to do that but like I just can't she can't evolve. Yeah, right. She's stuck, right, in those ways. And it would suck because, you know, she could have. Yeah, um, the 64 hands are gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful movie. It's a, a riveting story. I never felt lost. I feel like uh, staring at the screen the whole time. Maybe this is my second time watching it, by the way. So, and I never once, like, batted an eye on this movie. So, I mean, am, I, am I correct? You, they fight twice in the movie? The 
uh, Ip Man and um, Gong were? It, uh, so I'm trying to remember that. I, I don't think so. I think they only fight once. I could have sworn it was once at the where she wins. Yeah. So what's the other one? Do you have a, like a little thing that says what, what the differences between the? Uh, let me see. Uh, the recut, the movie in Berlin, the missing scenes back, but editing out several scenes from the original version, including a fight scene between Ip Man and a Hong Kong challenger. I'm trying to remember. So we got the beginning scene. We have. Uh, I feel like there's another scene before the test. Yeah. Right? It, but that's not her. And then yeah. we have the. She's like, that's not enough. I fight him too. And that's the scene with the biscuit. Oh, not the biscuit. The, the so one he, to, he fights somebody else. There's another scene missing with them together, I think. And there's a scene with missing with them together. Mm-hmm. And then there's a scene missing that he fights another person in Hong Kong besides. The guy with at the, the dojo, the yes. dojo he takes over. I mean, besides that guy, so he, he, he that guy just fights him, right? Well, or he, the yeah. guy approaches him and he's like, "Yeah, you're." Uh, it's like a, a two move battle, and there's another like a rivaling school that comes in and says, "Like, how are you better than us?" And he shows them by beating so, all of so them. That part where he takes over the dojo does not exist. Okay, that's that's what it was. Then. But it's, he it's, just, he just yeah. challenges the guy when he applies. Remember, yes. who shows them the thing. And yeah. then there's another scene where he takes over a dojo, right? Mm-hmm. There's, that scene doesn't exist in our movie. Okay, got it. Okay. And then, um, and then also, I that so that's one of the things. And then later, when he does get approached by somebody, yeah. that that scene's in there, and he beats the shit out of them, right? Yeah. Um, or beats the shit out of the, the main guy, and then, um, and then I think we're missing that. Well, that one scene, first of all, I will say with Razor, with the guy with the who just kills for he used to be like an assassin or something. They said. Are like the right hand man. Do you remember that one? That has you know, with the with the blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic scene because um, everyone, every martial arts also has like their own like um, uh, weapons, right? Yeah, they specialize in certain weapons. They specialize right? in certain weapons, right? And mm-hmm. I think one is the knife, right? For yeah, for Wing Chun, uh, uh, Wing Chun, and this the knife, and he just grab. I just love that he just grabs like the first set of things he sees, which I think are like metal chopsticks or something. Um, mm-hmm. or something that he sees, and you're just like, oh, we're just like, you don't care, like you're, you're that confident in your skill, yeah. And it's one of those like they meet, like they probably could have hurt each other really a lot, but the fact that like that that beautiful sound, and he even says it like, oh man, I just respect the shit out of it, and he never fights again because he's like, I'm probably never gonna si- fight somebody who's gonna be that good, yeah. And it's one of those moments where you're just like, and I feel like it's, I feel like it, I don't know how it felt. I can't remember if it was a little bit more elongated or just revered um but that like that scene i feel like it's it's if you don't pay attention if you don't f- focus on what what's going on in that scene it's just like it's still saying that that's how respected it man is in his in his class like that's how why it's why he is like basically the grandmaster right um it's it's just the fact that he can go against any anything right and still manage to either win right all, all just flat out win or earn the respect of his opponent, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where it's almost a stalemate. Yeah, someone's going to have to win, but it's to the point where, like, 
well, I can just respect you here. We can leave it here. It's kind of, you know, it's, it reminds me of the same as when grandmaster chess players play. And, like, once they both understand there's no more moves. You, I mean, there, are, there clearly is not done. You can see the table. Yeah. Like, the queen ain't down yet, but they both know when it's done. Yeah. And that's when they get, you know, like, that's when you stop. Yeah, it's 100% true. It's like and, it's, and it's just like that. And I think that's, that's essentially what's going on in this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And there's another fight scene in the snow. Or no? There's two or one? You only I think one, there was right? just one by the one in the train, the the one he she fights uh, to gain her regain her honor, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's a the finale of the movie. Now that picture, there's a there's a, there's two or three scenes where they take pictures, and the the show kind of prominently has a has a little moment there. The one he has the one with the family. He has one with the yep. original dojo. I think the original players. And there's one where he when he opens up his own dojo mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the movie, and you see that one kid. Yeah, right. I wonder who that is. Right, and now that's in the Chinese version too, but they just don't say who he is. <laughs> oh, they, they, they already know. They just don't. Right, they don't. They don't highlight it in any way. Right, like you know, I. It sucks that Americans just can't like something for liking it and having to like. Well, right. guys, you should like it because it's the guy who trained Bruce, Bruce. Lee, yeah, right. and we're like Bruce Lee. You know, our super lovable guy who kind of brought kung fu and karate and all that bullshit to over here. Yeah, yeah, like made it super popular. Only made like three movies before he got killed. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two more than his son. Wow. But ultimately, you know, the movie's, uh, like I said, the movie's also about legacy. The movie puts that in there to just enough to show, like, the, the reason this movie's being made is because this legacy, he did such a good job of, like, high, like it's, it's all over the world. That's the whole point yeah. uh, of his thing. Yeah. It's everywhere. He's sharing it with the world. Yeah. He's having well, the more positive the, outlook on the rea- it. Right, right. The reality also of it is the fact that he didn't have, he couldn't leave it to anybody else because his family died. Right. Yeah. And uh, in a situation just similar to uh, what's it called, Masan, right? Who took over for uh, uh, what's it called, the other Gong guy, uh, the master, the mm-hmm. pre- previous master, yeah. uh, Gong Ya Yutian. The him, he, um, it's a very similar situation. Well, one had an heir; they just a female, sadly, in those times. Um, right. And then this, he has no heir. Well, after the death and famine and all that stuff. Um, so giving it to the person potentially to spread, you know, Bruce Lee happens to be that person who would, would have been able to be probably taken over. Yeah. Obviously somebody else is in China who took over. And but, in a small way, you know, in a, in a weird way, uh, all the Ip Man movies too. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Those great. Those movies are fantastic by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I remember liking the first two that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's, Kind of all I have. I mean, look, I mean, we've been talking a lot. So, anything you want to add or say? Or, I mean, do you feel the same as we do? Yeah. Um, yes, I definitely. I kind of wanted to watch the uh, Ip Man movies now. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're very different, though. Very different in style I believe it. and direction. Well, yeah, but it's, it's more of like, I want to know more about this guy. I mean, they're all sensationalized. Even this one is, I mean, ultimately. So just realize that. <laughs> just, I know. don't know. They wouldn't sensationalize this for yes, movies. Yes, they would. It's wuxia. I think it out. means sensationalized in Chinese. I actually don't know what it means, but um, okay. Just as long as you know that, yeah. I mean, I would just say if you really want to know about the guy, find a book or something. But um, yeah. But ultimately, yes, they do show more things. Yes. Right. Um, I don't know how true, but they do more. And Donnie Yen is badass. He's a total badass, hundred percent. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's it on the movie. Anything else, guys? Just one last wrap, lap around. Check. Uh, don't be me and watch it. Right. That sounded wrong, but he meant right. Okay, yes, I agree with him. Watch mm-hmm. it. I recommend it for everyone. It is best viewed um, in totality and in darkness. Anyway, that's the Grandmaster, and that is our first entry into our volume three of our anniversaries marathon. So 10 years ago that came out, and that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Do not forget that we come out every other Wednesday. Super late, I know, because um, as I'm about to uh, announce uh, the next batch of movies, one of them will already be released by the time this one comes out. So it feels like we're coming late all the time. But either way, that doesn't matter to us so much. New release is a new release, and we come out with three at, t- three at a time, so we make up for it. Anyway, remember, every other weekend or every other Wednesday, until then, uh, those movies, uh, the next movies are picked by me. And... Uh, <coughs> Since I kind of gave it away, the movie uh, we're reviewing that's already going to be out by the time you get this recording is Mario Brothers, the movie. Is it Mario Brothers movie or the movie? Whatever it is. Um, We're going to review that movie. And uh, also going to be in theaters the following week, the week before we actually record, it's going to be Renfield. Mm. Uh, Renfield, which looks like a comedy, action, horror, gory thing. I have no idea. Um, I couldn't find many good picks for movies even streaming i look the everywhere. super mario brothers so oh it's a the mm. okay and so they, they put the the at the start not later mm-hmm. okay. oh, that, makes, that makes sense for me um anyway and the third film 10 years ago in 2013 a really rare gem of a movie that i love i remember loving it i still have seen it just the one or two times i think um it is upstream color shane Carruth's upstream color in the sensation in my opinion um hard to find but you can rent it and or buy it on itunes and things like that but i remember it being hard to find for a long time back then i have the blu-ray that i bought from the we bought that like day one day one from the music box i think it was company when we first saw it like they had it for sale there at their kiosk was it yeah yeah i I remember i bought it the same day i watched the movie i remember i think that was my first time going to music box to see that oh shit that's a Great. That's a great. Everything you're talking about is great. Uh, it's great first for everything there. Um, anyway, excellent movie. I, I can't wait to revisit it um, 10 years um, behind from it or uh, 10 years ago, whatever. Um, and until then, guys, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. See y'all later. Coffee and pie. Coffee and pie. Oh, my. You didn't hear it from me.